surprise, you thought we were done, but we got another video, we got another episode. This is like three or four episodes this week. In fact, the weeks are blending together so much that I don't even know where the week started and ended anymore. This is, mm. we're doing so many episodes now because things are happening. We're teams to preview. The season's nearly started. And this is episode number 226, APAC Previews Part 2, featuring Kenobi yet again. And if you just tuned in to watch 225, APAC Preview Part 1, uh, we went through the first three teams, and now we're going to do the other four teams in APAC to really go over what is going on in here. So for this episode, it's going to be Shanghai, Spark, Valiant, and Fusion to round out the region. Guys, are you ready for some spice? This one, if you thought the last one was yeah. spicy, uh, here we go. Know tell you. If you thought the last one was spicy, wait till you see where we all put Shanghai. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait. Oh boy. <clears throat> all right. It looks like we well, we already talked about the Chengdu news in the last episode. Right. Uh, no, I can confirm nothing else happened between three <laughs> hours ago and now. So I guess we'll just we'll just continue. Episode 226 is brought to you by Battlecrab, Refined Bean, Bronze Bar Buhau, Chare, Pro Commissioner Picasso, Chris R34444, Cashier67, Lalshin, Porkchop, Sammy, Rex, Zane, Volumel, Smooth Nuts, and Your Misery. Team number one, as you can already see behind me, the Shanghai Dragons, the reigning champions, currently the best team in the world from Overwatch 1. They have the 2020 MVP Flitter, 2021 Grand Finals MVP Lip, and a lot of other players. And some new ones. Yeah. And they, they're missing a few players. So we talked about the fact that Develop and Molly went to the Guangzhou Charge. They were both bench players last year. Who are you has been retained on as the third DPS. Likely to be covering his specialty heroes and like the Genjis, the Dooms. And I think that's all he plays. So that's just that then. Um, <laughs> he played like Tracer back in the day as well. And um, they also brought on Bebe as another flex DPS option because, sorry, flex support option because. Well, they had a space available. Uh, it is interesting that they gave up on Molly. I don't know what happened there. Maybe Molly requested to be traded. Mm. Maybe Molly got fed up with being a bench player. Uh, could have been the case. Maybe Shanghai just felt like they wanted a different option. They could have kept Molly. Molly could, could have decided, decided to stay on. He didn't. And at first, most people were like, why the hell would Shanghai pick up Bebe? Like, what's the point of that? It sounds... He didn't do that well last year. Like, why would you pick up Bebe? But when you really look at the flex support pool of who was available, and mind you, Kareev was still, like, on, the, on his way out, and as far as everyone knew, he wasn't playing anymore. So beyond that, I mean, your options were pretty limited because most teams picked up good flex supports already. So you're like, well, Bebe's available. Might as well get him. And here he is. Now he's on the Shanghai Dragons, ready to receive a free chip this year as they rounded out their entire roster with, obviously, Fate and Void returning um the best part about the team is that they won the season and didn't change anybody in the starting lineup it's literally the same six players yeah uh i think in i think in every season if that were to be the case um i would probably look a little bit more skeptically um but with the caliber of players uh with who these players are um and have been throughout most of their careers uh it's kind of hard not to just be like in love with this team uh because you you know what they're gonna bring of course um but i think in general most teams tend to just upgrade you're splitting hairs with shanghai if you're trying to argue some upgrades like this team's just kind of uh, just still is like they cover all the bases 
They check all the boxes. They're world class. How do you not like this team? Yeah. Yeah, I think when when I look at Shanghai and kind of like their their road to this, I mean, it's pretty crazy still that we had a team that was 0 and 40 win the league last year. True. Um, yeah. So narratively, this team's like one of the like teams that you can for. Um, I think that they did the smart thing of just not removing anyone. Um, and I remember last time I was here. I was a little bit bullish on like, oh, Shanghai's not really going to be like the best team. It's a new game. Yeah, fuck that. Like they're <laughs> they're still just like going to be the best team. Most likely. Mm. Uh, there's there's no way that I can really look at any piece of this team and be like, yeah, they're like struggling. They may struggle here a bit. Like it doesn't fucking matter. This team from top to bottom is just godlike and it's going to take a Shanghai killer to beat this team and you know, Seoul potentially is that team. They 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 need to like, you know, get like the six Infinity Stones or some shit. Like they they you gotta mm. really work to consistently take this team out. And I guess your th- thoughts, but only in German for the German listeners. Yeah, um, <coughs> this is a quasi unbesiegbares team. It's uh, vorbei. <laughs> no, this <coughs> this is um. Just make up some stuff. I, I feel like that wasn't German. I felt like you just made up something. Yeah, that was from Deutsch. That's uh... <laughs> okay. Um, but right. the um, I mean, this team is ins- incredible. Like it, it is in my pound for pound, just like the best Overwatch one team of all time. Mm. Um, relative to like the competition that they competed in, in terms of like, you know, they are just like. Top three on every position. Once again, I have to like, if if I was trying to snipe some controversy here, I'd I'd be a little bit like question mark on um, let's say double projectile, um, where you actually have to play. Who are you? Then I'm like, okay, how's that going? Um, I'm being a bit, bit question mark on double flex support. Do I want Bebe on the server in a team <laughs> in a in a team that is Shanghai? Um, and Ooh. like I th- still think if you now put, for instance, hmm. Twilight on the flex support position. I think that's an upgrade. Yeah, but you're you're also getting really greedy here. It's like, ah, oh, you know, might <laughs> just, just get leave on the bench with proper on the bench. Too. Have, uh, let, I mean, you have to cherry pick yeah. with this team, right? Just like take that's... all of the O2 blocks. No, yes, your, your, your point stands. I, I see your point, right? Like you you're really having to like in in 95% of the cases none of those weaknesses will be relevant it is actually like the one thing where you could have said last season like okay now we are running into issues is if if you expose fate in one of his picks and he needs needs a little bit more time to adapt to him this doesn't matter anymore in a in a world where you just need one tank and then one of the perennially like most elite players of all time is your backup right in void mm-hmm. that like it's you're actively now nitpicking in order to have anything critical to say of this team it is actually like just like building exodia and it's 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 very challenging to at all talk about them 
the, the problem is you are inevitably almost going to be wrong because there's always going to be some curveball thrown by the uh, sure. by Lady Overwatch um, in how this season will go. But I mean, yeah, last season was just unreal dominance, um, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's <clears throat> really there's really not much else to say. Like this is this is one of those situations. By the way, like for instance. Like last year, the previous seasons, especially the ones after the shock one, you are we are always like mm-hmm. doing our power rankings, and then we're doing them on the end of the regular season, and you're putting shock first, which you had an argument not doing so, right? Because like mm-hmm. shock actually never won a regular season, so you were like justified in not putting putting shock first in either your power ranking season three or season four. You're not in season five. You're putting mm. Shanghai there. There's no reason for you not to. They were just so much better than everyone. I mean, if it wasn't for... I think in previous years, maybe you look at the teams and you feel like the winning team was... The gap between the winning team and the second place was not nearly as big as it has been in the previous mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Now, the more I think about it, though, I mean, to be fair, all our grand finals have been pretty bad. Yep. Um, Arguably, the Soul versus Shotgun was not that bad, but the meta was pretty bad. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad because the scoreline was at least closer. It's not a four zero, but four two is the closest. You n- never had a grand final where the runner up wasn't even sad that they didn't win because they knew the outcome before they even started the match. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Hey, no, hearing some like of the, got ours. Hearing some of the hearing some of the comms of Atlanta after the third map, and you can hear the players literally saying, it's "Like, yep." One more map, guys, and then you see here Brad in the background. I was like, "What do you mean one more map? We're coming back, right?" And the, and the players like awkwardly <laughs> laugh. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> they ordered me. They ordered me. Yeah. Was a four zero. Like, um, but even against let's 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 hang it hypothetically. Okay, Dallas actually beat Atlanta, and they go to the grand finals. Mm. How much better than Dallas was Shanghai? Because we're still talking about a, a world where Shanghai were just that much better than everybody else. I think that mm. the ending, the end of year meta, was significantly better for Shanghai than it was for Dallas. I mean, Dallas would need a lot more time to prepare for that kind of meta. So maybe oh, the gap baby. was still pretty huge. Yeah, I mean, even the Sombra, Doha was getting gapped. I mean, every lip yeah. gaps everybody. But then Tracer, I mean, Flitter just is going to be better than Sparkle and Tracer. That's just how yeah. it is. Um, So Shanghai coming in this year with incredible dominance still. Uh, everyone else has leveled up, though. So we have to consider that Shanghai didn't level up because there's nothing to level up when your team is Shanghai, but because everyone else has leveled up, then surely the gap closes at least a little bit, right? Does it close a little bit? Surely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be more question marks in the regular season. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they drop a few games, slow to adapt to a meta, um, but I think the consistency overall, you look at this team, you judge them in comparison to how consistent they've been throughout their tenure, throughout like how many question marks other teams have across an entire season of meta changes and new heroes being added. It's you have to really stretch to Yuska's point to like argue them out of first place. I agree. The gap is definitely close, though. All right. Everyone's happy with this team. Let's move on to first protocol dps as mm. i said previously 2020 mvp 2021 grand finals mvp who are you the winningest player on bench the whole time 
and yeah, I mean, he even won an Apex title on the bench. So there it is. He's just yeah, he he's did. got it all. He's got it all going for him. Um, Triple I don't even. I can't remember who he, he even got a game. He might have gotten one game last year, maybe just one. He got I can't remember map. it. Yeah, I remember there was a map. I think that he. Played. Not that it matters. I mean, you can't. You're not judging him of, of one map, uh, especially when Shanghai like to pick maps versus teams they know they're beating anyway to play their subs. So, I guess I mean Yiska pointed out he had some reservations about what a double flex DPS meta would look like if you're forced to use who are you, and I mean I would say that who are you's based on historical performance. Who I use on his best heroes, I, I mean, they're, they're pretty good. I mean, you, you do want to see who I use on a Genji. He was the original Genji. It's true. Don't forget, there was, yep. a point, there was a point in time when he was the best Genji player in the world, widely considered. You so, know, Avril, he's... there was a point in time where I compared who are you to uh, Flash. Uh, I don't know the real ones uh, may remember that. Oh, but, uh, Starcraft, that was, uh, Starcraft Brood War Flash? That was uh, a bit of a swing and a miss. Uh, but yes, original OG Genji for Ooh. sure. Yeah, and also, like... Can you really say, like, Apex Season 2 as an argument without summoning the Spirit of Wolf? Like, it feels like... <laughs> it feels like it's barely rele relevant anymore, right? Like... It's relevant to us, goddammit. Yeah, it's still read me. I mean, there's contenders, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, Smurfing in is... Uh... He did one of Fooney. He played Doomfist on Fooney, I remember that. Yeah. 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 There's uh, that. I mean, that team was very good. Yeah, yeah, and that time yeah. we thought uh, Zachary was also like <laughs> <laughs> going to be good in Overwatch League. Valorant still thinks so. Yeah, I mean, probably for good uh, reason. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, that. I mean, the, what? Honestly, like this DPS line is like we talked about it in the last episode, but like Lip is just is someone who probably could have like I actually were they an MVP nominee yes last year? I would assume so. Yes, right? yeah. yeah, they yeah. were nominated. Uh, yeah, so they are definitely like on their specific heroes, probably like the best in the world at all of them. And then, like you have Fleta MVP. Who are you? Is just there. Um, mm -hmm. If he can capture maybe like in a meta where it's like you know you need to play fucking who are you at this point? And, like play either Doomfist or uh, Genji. Then like you know, yeah. maybe 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 who are you shows up a bit. But like this is this is gonna be Fleta Lip DPS line and. I think the only like other D two DPS lines that are close and that can beat them, I think. Well, I think the Soul one definitely beats them as like a DPS line, and I think the mm -hmm. Chengdu one is not far behind. So this is probably like the thing about ranking this team in terms of like their individual parts of the team is that I feel like it's just like as a unit they're just the best at it. And it's just yeah. like it, the individual rankings of like where their specific like roles are ranked doesn't matter too much. Yeah, I would agree. Do you guys ever get like the question mark if like some of those players might be overrated because of the system they play in? And if that was the case, which player would you expect this to apply to the most? On Shanghai? Yeah. Yaki. Is a Yaki, I would say. Hmm, here we go. Uh, it's so hard, man. I mean, uh, I'm not I'm not happy about it, but like I think it's yeah, a Yaki. If you had to pick I mean, Lee Jagon, I think, is going to be good wherever he is. I think, yeah. like, yeah. Izayaki is the one where it's like, can Izayaki be that good on a different team? And he wasn't that good on Valiant, right? 
He wasn't. Oh, he just so. kind of didn't play. Didn't play. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I think that. I think that it's very difficult. I think yeah, both the DPS, a, both the DPS go, and they just they're probably the really good wherever they are. So. Yeah, I think I'd the cop out is to say like, "Who are you?" But like, that's just that's not, not fair. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah. talking about players who are gonna play. Um. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't hate Izaki. I don't like any answer really, to be honest. It's What's the question a, again. So the question one more time. Like, considering like it's easy to overrate players based uh, on their personal performance based on them playing the best team in the world. Which player is right. the most likely that we overrate because they're playing for the Shanghai Dragons. Well, fans will tell you it's fate. Yeah, yeah that's that right fucking now. header. That's, that's genuine so dumbassery. Reddit, Reddit I can't imagine watching last season <clears throat> and just like being like watching him grow from what he was doing yes. on Hammond at the start of the season when they lost to Dallas to like the end where he was potentially the second best ball player in the world. Yeah. Like I fucking, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes Yeedle, Fate, <laughs> Ball Gaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, remember that we had that drama last year somehow. I could fucking. Yeah. What drama? I don't, I don't remember any drama. Was it drama? You don't remember the. Oh. Oh. For yeah. Huh? Last year, do you don't want to know. Uh, keep up with drama. Yeah. I'm a very minimal drama kind Was of it last player. year or yeah. was that the year before? I don't or fucking the... know. More of a sci-fi action, not not. That's why I don't like the Halo show series. It's too dramatic. It's like <laughs> why I'm watching. I'm is watching that the only days, reason? <laughs> I'm watching Days of Our Lives in Space. I don't care. Like show me yeah. action. I don't care. I want to see um, aliens die. So there's many other reasons, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. There is probably not a lot you can improve on the starting lineup. Uh, no, really. and and even even if you were to say individual, like oh yeah, get Twilight instead of Easyaki or some shit like that. Like even then, I value the Easyaki Lee Jagon duo mm. in terms of their consistency and their sure. level of mm -hmm. synergy together. Yeah. I don't hate it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that they Lee Jagon can't build that with somebody else, but it's so they're so good together that I think there's an intangible value there mm -hmm. that is like mm -hmm. you can't just put another player in there and expect that you know the same output or better. So. I, I don't think you can really improve on this roster in, in its current iteration. We'll see over the course of the season. We'll see if if there's... That's tough. Know, we'll see if there's uh, anything happens. But let's move over to the... I think we're all pretty clear. You know, DPS line, every, every, it's all just good. I mean, yeah. I still think Lee is like a better player than Fletter. Oh, that's, yeah. That doesn't mean I think Fletter's bad. I think last year I had to do a bit of fighting because I was like, Oh man, like Fletter doesn't look that good anymore. Because compared to Lee, I mean, Lee was doing fucked mm. up shit. Compared to leave, everyone looks kind of bad. So stuff. That yeah. wasn't that surprising. I think Flit is just not as exciting of a player. He's just a very yes. consistently high output player that just does everything. Yep. But he's not as like a wow factor player. And that's mostly because his team is getting shit done. Yes. He doesn't need to put his team in a backpack. It's it's definitely more exciting watching Leave put his team in the backpack as much as it's equal parts exciting, equal parts stressful. Yep. Um but um <sighs> no Flit has still got it. I, I have maybe a little bit of concern over how good Flit's hit scans still are. Yeah. Because I did not think his Cassidy last year was good. He brought it only a couple times, and it wasn't great. Mm -hmm. um, maybe he's a little bit unpolished on those. I, I know everyone's got to be like, yeah, but what about what Season about the Widowmaker from from May Melee? The oh. headshot after headshot. After, yeah. What about what about Flitter in the in the finals? I'm like, yeah, okay, but 
He did that. And, once. And, oh yeah, season one. Yeah, season one. Flight of Widows. Mm-hmm. I I know it's there. I know it's there. It's just that like, I guess we haven't. We didn't have much of a hit scare meta last year. Lip covers it now. I just I don't know where it is for Flitter. Uh, that's maybe a little bit of a bad faith argument because you know I just I just assume I just assume Smurf can just play everything, but I don't apply the same logic to Flitter. It's probably a little bit unfair, so I'll hold my reservations there. Mm-hmm. But um, to your to point be, though, to be a hyperflex, I do think you need to be regularly yes. swapping or regularly playing different stuff often to show that mm-hmm. you can do it. Agreed. Yeah, no, I would, I would hold some, some similar uh, arguments. Um, it is a question mark, right? Like, um, to hold that designation of being hyperflex takes a lot. Um, and in a lot of those same arguments, I, I would agree. Like, Flutter is not. I think he can be your carry player. I don't think he is that player for Shanghai. Um, nearly like 90% of the time I think it's you're in a kind of a, a weird position if that that is the case I think um, there are some maps and some positions and some strategies that Fleta is that person but again 90% of the time it's mostly lit Fleta is playing that like secondary solid bulletproof does it all Swiss army knife kind of you know play style um, I, I think I'm I'm hem- I'm like sitting on the fence when it comes to who are you um, just because we've we haven't seen him for so so long in like a like reasonable facet. However, if you are looking for somebody with like playmaking potential, God forbid we get into like some crazy doom centric Genji centric um, just somebody tank, who you can just Yes, I know he's a tank. <laughs> that being said, I'm just using that as an example, Yuska. You know, just this character that you could just dump resources in and just like let him run ahead. I think he could. It's going to be hard, but I think he could probably start over Fleta for that reason, where like you need that Genji. You need that, like, I don't know, maybe Echo, right? Somebody that's just going to like lead the charge, be the like primary. It's only yeah. Genji. I can't. I can't see who are you playing, Farah or Echo Definitely over over Fletter. Yeah, Doom's a I tank agree. now, so we can remove that other equation. Um, listen, if you are running, who what if are he you plays as your the tank? tank? Bro, yeah. no, no, be, no, no, no. You. No. It would have to be a full Doom meta where you never swap yeah. off Doom. Yeah. Because if at any point you are required to swap off Doom, who are you's fucked? Yeah. So, no, no, we cannot go there at all. Which yeah. means, well, you literally exist to play the double flex meta. Yeah. Um, What's your purpose? I, I spring yeah. up. Cool. How about the tank line? You have fate and void. Unfortunately, one of them has to be benched. But it feels like you kind of win no matter what. I mean, they're what both a terrible great. problem to have. Yeah. True. You have the greatest of all time flex tank, and then you have fate who picks up a hero like ball in fucking three months and mm-hmm. the best at it. Yeah. I think a lot of people will attack what we've said about Dallas um and try to compare it to Shanghai. Um and I don't think that's a fair argument, especially with how dynamic Fearless has been and how like pointed his hero pool is. Um I don't think that's the case with Fate. I don't think that's the case with Void. Um I can see no discernible difference or like draw any kind of concerns um with what fate showed us last year again if you talk to me 
like May Melee, I think Yiska and Kenobi can vouch for me just molding off the face of the earth because fate couldn't find his his fucking alt key and yeah. slam anybody. Yeah. Jump to the finals. I was incredibly impressed and just over the moon with the amount of progress that fate had gone um, with his wrecking ball performance. It was fantastic. It was great. It was one of the big reasons why they beat Dallas. I think um, somewhere I think it would have been like what uh, June joust, I believe that said I, the, the comparison isn't the same. There is not a tank on this team that dictates a style much like it does on Dallas. Yeah. These are two amazing players that like, yes, you're sad that they can't both play, but like they don't dictate a style ergo. It's not like a detriment. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, I, it's, it's hard to, s how do you, I could even honestly like part of me th always thinks like yeah there's a world where Void plays 90% of the season just because he is this skilled sure um but at the same time like I think you can just like let fate sit on a hero really grind into it and him become like one of the best uh in a competitive role so We'll see. I think that's probably like Void is always going to give you a reasonable performance on whatever hero you are putting him on, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's like he's never going to be a liability for you. So that's the yep. back pocket for Shanghai. And like if they can then specialize fate. But yeah, like honestly, like both Dallas and Shanghai are sort of like two teams that really make me miss uh, main tank, off tank. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Because my God, what what an embarrassment of riches now, right? Yeah. I, I could even see like that after this season, both of those teams or th those uh, lines find themselves Ooh. in a position where they're like, you know what? Like we're both too good to be on one team, bro. Yeah. Like we got to split up. Mm. I'm sorry, but like you imagine all those starters mm. for other teams that that Shanghai and Dallas are just kind of sitting on. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. No, yeah. I mean, they, I felt like they had a bit of a. Even last year when they had developed, and developed would have been an exciting rookie talent. Oh, yeah. Had yeah. he not been <laughs> on Shanghai on the bench. Mm. Yeah, but he got you know, that for, for, for another team, he would have been, for a team like Guangzhou Charge, they would have Oof. absolutely have loved him on that yep. team instead of Kaylee. But, I, almost, uh, I almost feel like this is the justification for Moon to pick players like Who Are You and Bebe. Because you're not ruining these guys' careers at this point. Uh, right? <laughs> like you have serviceable players in those positions that actually, you know, get to be developed. You're not developing mm -hmm. talent on the Shanghai Dragons. You're fucking superstars everywhere, right? Yep. So maybe that's the baby uh, rationale. Come mm -hmm. to Shanghai, get your free championship charity. I mean, that as well. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think we're getting to a point, or hmm, I guess that's not necessarily fair to say, but... If if this offseason goes slightly differently and that that they don't sign Bebe, they try to like develop somebody else, let's say. I'm looking at Boss and I'm like, I don't know, Moon's kind of developing a whole lot of just market value, just sticking kids in like the back pocket, getting him a ring and then just shipping them off to like charge at like a mm -hmm. premium, right? Like they're doing some sales for sure. These these kids can't be cheap. Um Moon has an eye for talent. Uh he always has. You look at his yes. Valiant days, you look at his mm -hmm. uh his Team, Team CC, CC days. Yeah. He's got an eye. 
call it, say what you want about him. Say, you know, coaching of the you know, coach of the year, this, that, the other thing. The track record's there. The track record is there. Yes. I mean, like Moon, this is, you know, this is just one of those Moon movies where, you know, like Chris Nolan, you, you get the regular actors back in, you know, Michael Caine's <laughs> back in here, you got the Christian Bale and all that, and then and then you just, you know, this is just, you just get the one movie where, yeah, just get John David Washington and, and you know, but he, he, that's maybe not a good example because he was the main character, but my point is, it's just like, you know, this is that one movie where you get that one person coming in, but otherwise it's the same cast of people that Moon always works with. Yes. And, um, can't see things cast. changing unless they can't see things changing unless Shanghai start doing poorly. Mm. So now we reach the support line. I mean, I, I still, we still can't really find yeah. too many faults here across the board for anybody. Even um, in like a double flex, it's like, I'm not that upset about Bebe being in the starting lineup. Just not. He might not, he might not even be No, he, they might not need it. 100%. Jagon can just so play half Jagon, of the stuff yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. John just plays half the stuff. And we've already talked about situations where like, you know, Bap, Brig are basically flex support heroes now. Um, unless you're in like a full on Anna Zen, mm -hmm. I'm actually pretty sure we saw DJ gone on like an Anna or something last year. I'm pretty sure they actually pretty sure, try yeah. out double he flex played, or something. He played Brig now. Am I misremembering? Or was oh, he? He, he did play. Did. Obviously, he played yeah, Brig. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We know that. Mm -hmm. I don't I think even think it, points. I don't even think it's that likely to see Bebe in. I don't even think it's that likely. Mm. It's um, Lee Jagon like... really is just so talented. I think he is the best support player in the world. He's the across best across both Lucio. roles. Ooh, ooh! He's just the best player in the best support player. Full stop. Oh, you mean so... like okay? Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought you meant like I thought you meant he's the best main support and flex. If just like... just support, just support okay. player, mm. just overall support player. If I was to combine the roles, I think he's just the most talented support player. Um, yeah. Well, I don't hate it. I mean, the NA Andes will forever hold on to that one super clip. It's like, oh, Lee Jagon's feeding. They'll hold on to that until the end of time. <laughs> I mean, the, but like, the aside only, from the that, only, well, the that's arguments working. like Violet. Violet, yeah, kind of dropped yeah. off playing DPS Andy. Um, yeah. Who else is, who else is in, in that bucket? I don't think there's really anyone. Well, Twilight? Like, there's not anyone else. Twilight is maybe Twilight, in there. I think I think Lee Jagon has joined the league. He joined the league in 2020 Shanghai and just has only found success the entire way through. Yeah, you know he what? Never had a, right. never had a bad never had a bad year. Even. Has been top level literally since day one. He was he did he get roll star in his first season? He's been roll star two years in a row. Mm. Yeah. FYI, rookie season I mean, roll star, grand like championship season roll star. He's he's literally been he's only he's only ever been a roll star since he joined the league. Yep. It's unbelievable talent. Maybe Shu. Maybe Shu is up there as well, but he's not better than mm. Lee Gon, but he should be in a conversation, right? Even in contenders, yeah. like Lee Gon was a nut. And yeah. I'm not talking about Runaway. I'm talking about pre-Runaway. People don't know this. I'll, look, I'll humble brag a little bit here, guys. Just <laughs> hold, on a, hold on a second. But I, casted, I casted Lee Gon's first like contenders tier 2 professional debut. Um... So I don't count. I'm not going to count trials in this. We can shut the fuck about trials. We're not going to talk about trials or open division here. I'm going to only count contenders like contenders properly upwards. And he first debuted in contenders in contenders Pacific. Was it 2019? I think it might have been 2019. It was the one. Yeah, Monster one. Shield. Mm. I don't know whichever one he played. He he was on. He was in contenders Pacific. This was before 
No, it would have been 2018. It has to be 2018 because he played 2019 for Runaway. 2018. Mm-hmm. They played Contenders. Um, and even then, I was like, this Lee Jae-yong guy is kind of good. Mm-hmm. He's kind of good. Like, he's, he was very... He wasn't, like, Overwatch League MVP level. Obviously, back then, he was new. He was very rookie, very green. But even day one of his, of his like, professional career in Tier 2, mm-hmm. I, was, I knew he was a standout, even on, like, a quote-unquote bad team as a main support. Think about how hard that is to do. Yeah. Be a standout on a bad team on a main support as, like, a fresh rookie in Tier 2, even, and you look good. That's hard to do. Yep. So... I've had my eye on him for a while. Not surprised he got picked up for Runaway. Dominated in Runaway. Dominated in Shanghai. Here we are today. And just by the way, this is why I've got big... Um, got my eyes on Chorong, because Chorong's a very similar player where like he caught my eye very early, mm-hmm. even as a rookie main support. And that's like mm-hmm. hard to do. And when I say rookie, I mean tier two rookie. Yep. That's Again, that's hard. And I've only... That's only ever happened to me once before with Lee Jagon. That's why I'm like, is this the next Lee Jagon? Because I've only ever seen two main support players that have had that kind of left that kind of impression on me early on mm. but um yeah yep. that's my lee jagon discussion just a bunch of praise there's not much here i mean mm. I, it's lee jagon Yep, is what it is yeah quite good very good all right time to just rank i'm putting them i'm gonna just be i might as well just put them like conservatively Top twenty in the world. Like I don't know how well they're gonna do. <laughs> Damn, dude, so, that's, a, take. that's, that's a, a brave take. That's I don't know how they're gonna do. How could you say something so controversial yet so brave, Avril? I okay, just... <laughs> let's let's actually turn it around because otherwise this is boring. Does anyone have an argument not putting them first? No, no. They're, they're argument... one and one. <sighs> Play devil's advocate. Let's try playing devil's advocate for a little oh, bit. Oh, fuck. Okay, dude, here's the devil's advocate. NetEase, so NetEase goes bankrupt <laughs> tomorrow and sells the team. That's oh, devil's advocate. Fuck. I think ex- or, I think Okay, ne- first off, NA, NA fanboys, your team is not getting close to this team by the way. There's <clears> no <throat> shot. It's yeah, going to be no. like it's going to be either like Chengdu or it's going to be uh what was this uh Shanghai, not Shanghai. Soul. Do soul. soul. Yeah, may- maybe Dallas, like maybe Dallas potentially, but like no, no, it, it's let's. You're getting it's, it's going to be APAC all the way. Let me be clear about something. NetEase is currently very stable. they the highest peak they've had in the last five years was yeah, that's in right. that's February 2021, which is actually actually that's exactly the same time that uh, Huya had there was yeah. well before Huya started taking a nosedive was around Feb 2021. That was also the peak of NetEase. They dipped pretty hard after that by about 25%, but they've remained stable there for a while. They dipped down to about 120 Hong Kong dollars in 2021 August, but are now sitting at about 150, which is 50 below their peak in Feb. That peak in Feb seems to be more of an outstanding kind of peak and not a normal kind of thing. But yeah, they've been just, they've been very solid standard, not fluctuating too much. Netties looking like they're doing pretty good, so I wouldn't be concerned for Netties. And I still think they have a lot of um, capital spread out across the board. Like I said, they're like one of the key distributors in China for games next to Perfect World. I know gaming in China is in a bit of a weird place right now, but even even if you take away the gaming part of Netties, they still got a lot going on for them. So uh, Netties isn't imploding anytime soon, it's which a- means Shanghai should be okay in that regard. 
Isn't it fucking wild and 2020 as fuck that we now, or 2022 as fuck, that we now have to like be stockbrokers in order to do our power rankings? <laughs> dude, you gotta follow the markets, dude. GME. Were you not hip for that? Come on. Oh, no. Uh, you, like, aren't, you, you aren't following the stock market when you're are doing you power rankings? What are you bets? doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, even trying to conceive of a meta that I'm just, like, trying to paint Shanghai in a corner. I got I mean, one for you. Go it, would, it would require Void to get sick, and Fate has to play some hero that he just can't. Sure. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's what would happen. New yeah, and then meta? in, like, two months, he'll just... In two months, he'll be better at it than Void. And then... Then we'll... Uh, it's so hard, man. It's so hard. It's like... I don't think even I, if Sombra's like not good as a, just a character, like the rework just doesn't land. Like, who cares? Yeah. You can play Cassidy, you can play Tracer. Like, sick. Like, fuck. Like, put him on Soldier. I think he's probably cracked. Like, okay. Fleta can do everything. It's fine. You ready? What do you do? Paint me. Yeah. 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 I'm ready. I'm, I'm not ready. sure they would be topping the Genji meta. <clears throat> See that I genuinely no, think they no, no, could no, no, be. No, 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 yeah. no. Here's the problem you scared. Here's the problem you scared. The Genji meta is not just one hero. Mm -hmm. I it's mean, not just about the Genji. Yes, true. But like, mm. let's say the Genji is like the important breaker. Like you yeah. have, you have a lot of situations where it is about uh, like nano blade efficacy. Yes. Um, yes, I'm not sure, bro. Like, I'm not betting against Sparkle, my friends. That's not oh, a thing Genji, I do I mean, on yeah, Genji. I mean, Genji. What about everybody yeah. else? What yeah. about everybody else? You know, you still got players across the board. I still think Shanghai support line beats everybody else's. Sure. I still think, I mean, maybe, maybe Hanbin Void conversation is a very interesting one. So mm -hmm. I'll leave that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But Sparkle plus one of Guryo, Edison, or Doha versus either Who Are You or Fleta on the Genji plus. Either lip or flit on the other thing, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's like to... the yeah, other pieces. Yeah. The, whoever's playing the other DPS next to the Genji in Shanghai is just better than that yeah. person on Dallas. Is matter what. The I'm fact saying. that we have to go this deep it means that it's like. For it means me. Kenobi that we're gonna be wrapping up the Shanghai preview by saying we all agree that they're just unanimously the number Very one much. team. Yeah. Congratulations on Shanghai for winning another season of Overwatch League. Congratulations <laughs> for Who Are You for winning his second title on the bench. True. And for Bebe for becoming an Overwatch League champion. You guys are the best. Alrighty, thank you for tuning <laughs> into the TCP 2022 Shanghai Dragons preview. Let's move on to our next team. It's a Joe team. Joe oh, loves him. No, I hate this team. Oh, team Toronto. You thought you had it bad. You thought you had it bad. Oh um, no, not them. No, can we can we wait for them? Anything like but them. Later? You guys are mean. You guys are mean people. I can't with this <sighs> fucking team, dude. I I cannot with this team, man. I I, I have I, there's there's just no way. You can't ask me to commit hopium to this team. Yeah. I refuse. I refuse. After what happened last season, this team anyway, on paper. Fuck. God damn it. Go ahead. So anyway, welcome <laughs> to the 2022 TCP Hungjo Spark Team Preview. We have a mega large roster, as is standard for the Hangzhou Spark. True. Um, one of one of two teams in the league that has three tanks in their roster. 
at least the Spark have the defense of saying, oh, well, we just imported our three tanks sure. from the previous rosters. You know, Boston are like, yeah, let's just get three. Um, so I'll give Spark at least that. <laughs> they can have that. Um, uh, Spark. Wow. Spark. What do we Spark. do with these guys? What do we do what? with Spark? To be fair, some interesting pickups. Why don't we just we'll go through this roster? Shy Architect, Pineapple, Alpha Yi, Gushray Liga, Burner, Super Rich, and Irony. So the only position that they haven't got extra plays on is the supports for some reason. Right. I find that quite interesting. That is they, got awesome. a, they, they have three tanks, two backups for their tanks, no backups <sighs> for the supports. Really interesting. Now, they got DPS is probably the most exciting part about this roster. Most right. today. Um, pineapple oh, Shy too. Shy. Oh, Billy. I was getting to shy. I was talking about the rookies first, but Pineapple Alpha you very, very cool pickups. Alpha in particular should yep. be a really good pickup next to Shy, who last year I think was a legitimate rookie of the year contender mm-hmm. up until Spark took a nosedive. So here's here's Spark here's Spark's stocks as we go through the season is first few games, Pageon doesn't play shy, big sad, Spark don't do well, and then Pageon's gone, Hundred Spark do play shy. Boom, they start winning, they well. start looking good. Wow. Shy looks amazing. He looks fucking phenomenal. One of the best hit scan talents that we had. Mm. And then uh and then we unfortunately no longer have a hit scan meta and Shy has to play non hit scan heroes and suddenly Spark look like they're not as good. And um I don't know, they never come back to form after that. Spark after that. I think June Joust was They're the peak of Spark, and then they did not qualify into Hawaii. Because they lost to who again? They lost to. I don't even remember. Did they lose. Was oh, did they lose to charge? Didn't they lose like in a three-two to charge? No, no, no. I'm talking about June Joust. They lost. Oh, to New they York. lost to New York. Yeah, yeah. They got. They that got was that New York game. They started playing a Rissa and shit. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. that was because a- you ready for this? New York finished June Joust two and two. Hangzhou finished four and zero with the record, a map record of twelve to two. They only lost two maps. Out of they lost two maps. Yep. Plus ten, they were the most dominant. They were more dominant than Shanghai in the June Jows. For fuck's sake, in case they three zero Shanghai. If you want to see Shanghai lose, mm-hmm. go back to week six June Jows. Hangzhou Spark three zero them. And before anybody says this them. was this was before the whole like oh Shanghai's sandbag. You mm-hmm. can't even use that excuse. You can't even use that excuse. Because nope. Shanghai was still in bed. Shanghai were old. This was this was the stage that Shanghai won. They won June Jows after beating Dallas Field in the finals. Shanghai were invested. They were invested as fuck in in, in qualifying and, and winning the whole thing. Clearly, there was zero sandbagging happening. So so explain how they lost to the Spark. They just straight up lost. They got three owed by the Spark. So Spark were on. A, they were they were dominant. They were on a big high here. They were super good. And then they got upset by New York, who barely scraped in. Yep. Off a off a tiebreaker, by the way. They had a tiebreaker versus Philly. And Philly lost that tiebreaker yep. because they lost that Numbani map to the yep. Valiant. So that, yep. I do remember that oh. was really funny. Um so New York only barely made it into the uh qualifier because Philly fucking fumbled versus Valiant. Mm-hmm. And then New York upsets the Spark to go to the Hawaii stage to lose. Holy shit! And after this, Spark never recovered. Nope. I mean, it's it's hard to after being so so good. So good. I mean, ugh. I mean, I've credit to New York. Um, 
I will give them that. Like they genuinely pulled kind of a rabbit out of a hat. I, if I remember correctly, they were doing some kind of cool Cassidy Arissa stuff that was kind of a little awkward outside of like Philly um, that season, I think in general. Um, but that, yeah, like New York also didn't do anything past that point. Spark just like Avril said, never recovered. Um, and that just only adds to the laundry list of, you know, qualms and complaints I have about this team. Um, as good as they always seem to look on paper outside of their debut as a franchise. Just just uh, I, I, an embarrassment of riches, like minus the riches. It just kind of feels bad. It's just a sad team. They do have the riches. It's just it's yeah. poorly spent. Yeah, they, they, they invested in some like some meme coin. And yeah, and, and not in. Yeah, but these are know. also the. These oh. are the motherfuckers who bought Bitcoin in like 2008 when they're like, they, they get like the fucking good stuff and then they just don't use it correctly. Like, yeah. I mean, if you, again, on paper, like this team, like we want to talk about Shanghai killers. This team is, if you play this team at max rank at every position, this team probably can co contest with Shanghai. Like, I mean, they literally beat Shanghai last year. Yeah. yeah. So I they've actually they, done it. They've actually done they, it. Yeah. So I think so, that like, not like even a theory. Every, Every single position is a fucking superstar on this team. It's unreal how good they are and unreal how sad it's going to be when they end up facing fifth and apex. Come because on. That... That's just how we are with this team. Irony is not a superstar, right? Okay. Sh okay. Sh I, I think he's very good. I mean, maybe not a superstar. So, right. Sorry. There's one player out of the. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, I, I I think there's way more than that, but I'm sure of irony not being one. I could, I literally think everyone else is incredible, like in their role. I think genuinely in APAC, at least for sure, they're top three. Mm. Yeah, I, the problem is like we haven't seen some of these guys either play in a while or like... I have some questions about Liga and Super Rich at this point. Like, I think you almost have to, right? Why? Because, like, there has to be reasons why these guys aren't seeing, either not seeing Overwatch League playtime or, like, weren't picked up, right? Is that just, like, Pagion? I mean, the Bonet legal thing, or? the Liga thing, the Liga thing was a mental thing, I think, personal for him. I, right. I believe okay. is what I, I, I'm 99% sure they came out and said that. Okay. Um, and he did play in contenders, so he has been, like, playing. Obviously, he wasn't an owl, but, like, he has been playing. Yeah. Uh, Super Rich, I don't know why he wasn't taken to owl along with the rest of the Team CC members. Um, mm -hmm. Again, we do have to remember that Chinese... He got player, illusioned. Yeah, he yeah. got illusioned. And also Chinese... I mean, also, the buyout for Super Rich was probably relatively high at that point coming off of the win uh at gauntlet mm. and also there's a pre there's not a lot of spots like there are four spots that you get um in contender or as like a chinese player he wasn't going to shanghai because lee jay gone is there sure he pro uh i don't know if guangzhou could have afforded him billy billy had you know people i forget who they're uh they had idk so not going there and mika well, sure, they had Mika. I mean, I mean if, did have him. if the buyout was too high, then yeah, that's unfortunate for him. But like, other people were picked ahead of him, right? If it's I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. This is he, Super Rich is 
probably besides Yveltal, I think Super Rich is the best main support that China's ever produced. And I actually think he might potentially, like on a specific, like on a given day, I think Super Rich can play better than Yveltal can. I think Super Rich. Well, Hybe is crying right now. You just <laughs> hearing some feelings. Mm. Um, <clears throat> okay. Are we just are we just talking about support line? Let's all right. Let's talk about the support line for the Hangzhou Spark. We've already started. Any further thoughts here? I mean, I think called. I think um, God Hangzhou last year. I, I I'm going to defend one thing here. People rate. Say what you will about the controversy, but MCD was a really good player for the Spark last I year. There were three yes. players that really played well in the Spark last year, and that was Shy Gushwe and MCD. Yeah. Um. And so the whole MCD situation when he he didn't play anymore kind of fucked the team as well. Um. I think Mika Rakolas kind of just got thrown into a, a, a failing team that was doomed to fail. They were kind of just, yeah. You know, you can't really do much here. You can't. These two guys aren't going to turn around this team, sadly. Especially when they're, you know, we are we are out of it. We are definitely out of a hit scan meta by the time you get to the summer showdown. Shy is not just fragging on hit scans anymore because it's not as viable. Um, he's good on the other heroes, but he's not like unbelievable. He's not like one v nine kind of one v eleven kind of unbelievable like he was on the Cassidy earlier, hitting some of the wildest shots I've ever seen. Mm. Um, so when you and I think part of Hangzhou's weakness last year was this kind of like either shy carries you or you lose kind of situation on the yeah. team. Um, they were kind of helped out by the double bubble meta early. See, there's a couple things that really helped out Spark early on. Why they were successful. One, Shy playing on hit scans when hit scans were still good. Two, double bubble meta with Gushray on Winston. You're playing a couple dudes on their best heroes, and Gushray on Winston, it's exactly what you want to see. Supported by Nano, supported by Bubbles, he's going to get a lot done. So that's why Spark was succeeding. But something tells me beyond that, the team play couldn't get them. Th so the individual hero pulls beyond that meta, couldn't get them across the line, and the team play was never really there, I think, in the first place, outside of, like, we're going to depend on Gushray's mechanics to get us across the line, going to depend on Shai's mechanics to get us across the line. Um, everything else, bit of a mixed bag, and they look like they got exposed pretty hard once Gushray and Shai couldn't play their best arrows anymore. Because yeah. now we're in a ball meta, and Gushray's ball is just worse than the other good teams, you know? Mm -hmm. Shy is on Tracer. Yeah, it's acceptable, but you're going up. You're going up against guys like Lee. It's just not yeah. even close. It's not close. Yeah. Um. So what do you do? And um, we we we. I don't know if I want to bring up the coaching staff, but it's like people. I think the fans like to bring it up. But I mean, what I'll say about the coaching staff was in flux because of all the people coming and going. It was a whole mixed bag of revolving door of staff members, kind of like the charge. Mm -hmm. So, the support line now. I think Irony had a great year in contenders. Billy Billy looked really good. Super Rich has been ready for a long time. He's been waiting for this opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and a combination of them, pretty good. I mean, I can't see any real problems with it. I don't know if there's going to be a language problem, but the fact that there's only two of them maybe is concerning. They don't have a second flex, deep flex support. I don't know. That's probably the, the biggest hole for me. Yeah, just on paper, I think uh, it's a fine support lineup. Um, I think Super Rich is a uh, yeah. I would I would echo some some similar sentiments that uh, Kenobi and, and Avril already have you know put out there. Good playmaking, Lucio, solid. You know, outside of that, um, irony heard good things, seen good things, 
seems all right. I think it's maybe a, a minor step down um, when compared to MCD personally, but uh, got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. Cool. Uh, I think the rest of you have already had some. Did you have any additional thoughts to ESG? Otherwise, we're just go like to... I would have liked, like if you're splooching resources, why not just pick up a third support, man? Like you don't need three tanks. <laughs> sure. Because Architect is going to play some Anna this year. I mean, that's why. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You hate either. it because it's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Tanks. You got fucking three of them. Yeah, you do. Liga. Now I know why Liga didn't get traded to the Hunters because Huya has no money. Uh, <laughs> so Liga is still on Spark. Didn't get to play last year. Mm. Probably should have played over Burner. Didn't end up happening. Burner's still here. Kusha's still here. Only one of them can play. Look, I'll give I'll give one thing to Spark. They got the flexibility in the tank line, mm. but. <laughs> Even then, I don't know, like, even if you pick the best individual out of these three, do we trust them enough? Gusha would be the one person I would trust to probably play a lot more than the other two. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the like if we have to, like, pick someone to do all of the tanks, yeah. and I'm not happy about it because I don't think, I think that there will probably be a big learning curve for Gusha, who, like let's be fair has like when it's been other things that haven't been the winston it hasn't looked great the ball didn't look great the Arisa didn't look great it was you know the winston yeah was potentially like always the best in the world had that like capability but like in like reinhardt wasn't that good so it's been like he's been guys a, winston guys a regular xqc yeah basically he's in the jungle but like I think if you like, if you were to put like everyone on here at like their peak and you could just like pick and choose, like, okay, this is a, let's say this is a map where like we need D.Va and Sigma. Okay. Then you just put in Liga. If this is a map where we need this hero or like X hero and the fact that they're going to do, they're going to be hyper specialized. So it is really going to come down to the management of like when they're going to put in certain players, because I don't think that they have the chops throughout the tank line to cover everything in one player. Yep. And I think that's exactly what they're going to try to do. And it's going to look... It's going to suck. The exact same as it's always been. However, on paper, they cover the bases, right? I I think I would trust Gusha out of all, like, the old guard main tanks to maybe have the mechanics to maybe perform on some of these playmaking flex tanks. I, I, I could see that. I, I think that's interesting. That said, we haven't seen it, right? I can't judge something I haven't seen. Can I maybe give a nod of good faith? Sure, but you have to also give a nod of good faith to somebody like Smurf, right? Um, that said, you have somebody like Liga to fill in the blank. You have somebody like Bernard to fill in the, flank, the blank. My problem ends up being when Spark are like too smart or, or they, they try a little too hard, let's say, for their own good, right? Like I think they're going to end up playing some like high brow, crazy fucking 900 IQ Overwatch, and it's gonna look like it always has. <sighs> just the tanks are fine. Just fine. Just kind of maybe I mean, middle. It, like, dude, if mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it it's 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 really frustrating that these players are all so good individually on like the yeah. specific heroes and we just, they just, you can't, I, I think that we're 
kind of coming to the point where, like we were talking about earlier, and like Avril said, where you gotta to be good at everything. And how are three players going to be the best at everything? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think that, once again, I should feel better about a tank line that has three people. Yeah. But I don't. I trust Gushe to have like solid the main tanks covered. I think both his Ryan and uh, Winston definitely like up there. But beyond that, man, like I, I just don't know what to expect. Like, I think. Okay, I'm getting on my burnout account. I'm shit posting. <clears throat> um, <laughs> the the kid is actually questionable in a top tier team. Um, and I don't think we should be seeing him a lot. I think he's he's a diva player. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if he shows it all, he's. On I thought Azaria was maybe his best hero. I would say I, but, Zarya. but yeah, but Liga is on the team. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I just, <laughs> it's gonna be such a rotating house of spark tanks. And it's just is this a case? Is this a case of these three are good plays that will be mismanaged, or is it a case of they're actually not that great? So the the whole management thing maybe doesn't even factor in here. Um, because the storyline of the spark has been like, oh, this is a, this is a Shanghai killer team, like Kenobi is saying, they could like you know on paper be good, but they've been mismanaged. But the way the more we're digging in, the more it feels like we're not that pleased with the three tanks. We're actually not that. Happy yeah. with where we are, yeah. at least in this position. I mean, I I, I don't know why Bernard's <laughs> on this team still. Like, I I would I I think it would make way more sense to flip that for like Yiska said another flex support. I think because yeah. I think Liga Liga like should be able to Liga's Diva is the worst out of his flex support or flex tanks, but it's not bad, and it's it's like I think he can be serviceable on it. Mm -hmm. I don't like and like his Sigma is like very very, his Zarya is like pretty good as well so like i don't understand why bernard would see playtime unless they are really just like we need to keep him away from other teams or like i don't know he's on contract whatever i just don't like i would be much more happier with this if i was like okay liga and gusha i think you can make something happen there between the two of them where like you can potentially rotate and it actually like isn't terrible rotating between three players in like a singular tank like game yeah. is gonna suck it's gonna suck well, one yeah, of them yeah, is yeah. probably one of them is probably going to be a starter. The other one a bench, and the third one just won't exist. Pretty I don't much. think you can rotate three players. You can rotate yeah. two, maybe, but you can't rotate three tanks for one role. In my opinion, I you I can't, agree. But with watch you. the spark. Watch the yes. spark. Do it. Watch I, them do it. I I don't put it <laughs> past. They will. I'll some... fucking do it again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'll kill them again. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, there's gonna come a point where we've seen all three of these uh, tanks start because this team is managed no, that way. No, 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 no. There's no I, way. I don't. There's no way. Legal, legal will, will choose not to play. Dog, dog. They didn't he will start simply shy refuse last to play. season. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that was Pajon and he's gone now, so we don't have that excuse anymore. I mean, no, we don't. And as much as I, I respect Changun, I respect Miro. I think there is this line of reasoning where it's just like we are trying to play the best Overwatch possible, and if we follow that line of reasoning. X tank is the best at the, the what the hero that we need him to do on this map and X you know Y tank is the best hero at this map and we just have this rotating door 
it could just be two of them that just swap in and out ad nauseum. I, 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 I feel where you're coming from Avril and I hope to God it's not all three. Um, but to answer your question, I think it's a little bit of column A, column B. Um, I think it so, is a little bit of mismanagement and I, yeah, as we look at it, I don't know that the tanks are like all there at the caliber that they need to be. All right. So what about this then? Let's move on to the DPS line. Do we agree that this is probably the best part? About oh, the team, yeah. Oh my god, dude, this 100%. DPS line is fucking gross. Uh, I mean, like, first off, shy is just. I I don't think we need to pontificate a little bit yeah. more on shy. Like the guy, the the kids, the kids cracked and has been cracked for a long time, and people should have been able to figure that out a little bit earlier. But thanks to Pajion, they didn't. So unfortunately, <laughs> we had to wait. But sure. like coming from contenders, I think Pineapple was like when I first saw Pineapple play on T1W. I was actually watching with Joe. And I told Joe, I said, this is probably the next best DPS or uh, hit scan DPS that's going to come out of China. Yep. I still think he was because this was a time a little bit before Dia was like coming back in and like reintegrating with Team C. So I think that Pineapple is a great pickup to like kind of fill the hole. Um, sure. I think Alfie is absolutely fucking disgusting on any projectile mm -hmm. player that uh, projectile dps that he plays his echo is like i saw alpha e do the things that like when we talk about echo players like 1v9ing like avril was talking about alpha e did that like consistently in contender he just gets the ball and he will mm -hmm. roll through enemy teams with like no problem I hate his duplicates because they really suck sometimes but hey if it works out it works out and he managed to do it consistently at billy billy and then architect i think is he's like the the one that i think at this point is like probably the odd man out of the rotation i don't mm -hmm. see a world where they would play architect over other three consistently mm. um but this dps line if like everyone's peak dps it is a lot i think four is a lot of dps um potentially one too many but like this dps line is fucking sick and i think we'll is like i think easily top three in apex easily hmm. uh, oh not easily apex. actually uh mm, <clears throat> that would put them would i put them i don't know if i no no maybe not you'd top have three. to battle force yeah. you'd yeah. have yeah. To, top three means you think they're better than one of shanghai seoul or chengdu you say top yeah, three no. Right, I'll say top four. Top three is a bit too much. I mean, I don't know. I think I think if they played like if Alpha E and like I think Shy are playing at their peak, I think they could potentially be there. But I also have to account for, you know, Architect and Pineapple. Pineapple is very good. I just think he's not. Man, he's not gonna. Man, what? He's just not gonna. He's not gonna be. I don't think he can beat a lot of the top two <clears throat> skins. So. Speaking of which, man doesn't know about the M and three zest combo, <laughs> and neither do the fans. Yeah, that's a... okay. Yeah, I do think this is a very strong DPS line. Um, I'm always a little bit uneasy seeing four man DPS lines because I feel like one player almost always exclusively ends up just being left out and not really ever getting game time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, meta can screw you pretty hard here for from a player i mean it's good for the team because the team has a lot of flexibility but as a player it really sucks being a, f a fourth dps on a four dps line um 
I value the the fact they've gone for double flex DPS, double hit scans. I mean, it's 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 good. It's solid. It's really solid. Um, Pineapple Alpha Yi did great in Billy Billy. I watched those games. I was very impressed with Alpha Yi. I felt like this guy was so so good, and his trace was great as well. That was really important to me. Um, so Alpha Yi is actually playing tier two and outside of Overwatch League for the longest time. He was mm. he's been around for a while. I mean, he's, guy he's is son, boy, yeah. I mean, he's been on Meta Athena, Meta Athena, GC Busan Wave, the original one. Um, not well, not the original GC Busan, but the GC Busan Wave squad. So not GC Busan Team Diamond is what I'm saying. Um, he has been a while. He's been around for a while, and I think it's it's good to finally see him make it mm. because I felt felt like he was he's been good enough for a while. I mean, he was he was definitely good enough off his performance from last year. So excited! I think Shy Alpha Yi would be my provisional starting DPS lineup. Yeah, I'd agree. With Arctic Pineapple on the bench, Arctic actually before the and I, I joked about the Arctic Anna, but it's out there. You you, ne you never know. Yeah. You know, when you when you don't have a second flex DPS and Architect has shown to play that role, it's like Shy's got one too. He'll do it. Ah, uh, Shy was... Shy on that will be wasted though. You're wasting Shy on that. No, you if you put Shy on that, you're not playing Shy on DPS, which is a you know you can't have that. I might so. as well be a crime against humanity. I agree. Um, Dude, don't need yeah, uh, uh, oh, that that whole trial run that was so tragic. Um, yeah, I I really like this DPS. You know, quadruplet. I think it is good. Um, it is it is the shining light. If the spark genuinely do well, it's gonna look exactly like it did last year um alpha Yi, granted they have an extra person to play make with right it's not just shy it's not just you know him and gusha anymore like trying to like lift the team they have people like pineapple they have people like alpha Yi. um architect i i do have my reservations with at this point i think he has a mate i i genuinely i think he has a role but it's like it feels like a stretch um that said they do have it's going to be a weird team to watch because I think they can like muscle through some team fights. If I'm going to be honest, like if they if we're agreeable to the idea that they have more playmakers now, um, I think that probably changes their style a bit, which is probably a step in the right direction from how kind of passive they could have been last year. Um, but it also makes them very scrappy and a little messy if I'm going to like kind of pontificate a little bit on what they could look like which I don't think helps like their narrative of just being like this, like mechanic first brain later team. Like they'd never like even in their like debut season as a franchise, that was like their highest like season finish, like in goats, which is still crazy to me. Um, not the most cohesive team. And I don't think that this team really changes all that much. This like roster. I feel like I have to give the same energy to this team that I gave to Toronto. But maybe more so that they it's not like they didn't complete their roster. I think there's a mild misallocation in terms of the uh, support situation. I think you should sure. strap a tank and I think you went for quality talent. I don't hate it as much here, but like in previous seasons like except season 2 you have to give mm -hmm. to them. But like, man, this this team had it and then fumbled yep. 
a great rosters and arguably careers. Bro, when Architect hit the ground there, he was like mm. a top four, top three uh, projectile DPS, right? Yeah, With yeah. incredible depth, like being able to pick up the Surprising Widowmaker. Depth. Yeah. Yeah, like being able to play, pick up Anna and shit. Like his career went to fucking smithereens there. That's yep. that's what the <clears throat> Spark has done over the last two years. Wasted careers. And like if people like Shy are able to like shine beyond that, that's only a testament <clears throat> to the quality of uh, their quality, not to the quality of how this organization is run. So like I can't sit in good faith here, like, say, yeah, okay, you've assembled a roster that's looking incredible, honestly. But, like, then not acknowledge that fact that that was also true in previous years, and they were fucking atrocious. But yep. to borrow from Joe's vernacular in uh, comparative to expectation, right? Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's a good word. Like, this is... You can say it. They were as bad, or, like... They were, in my mind, they were worse and more underperforming last year than sure. the Justice. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I would I call mean, them woeful. Are... Oh. Yeah, they were bad. You, you gave him the W? They were full of woe. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, man. Like, that DPS line doesn't deserve a bottom. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, this team no. doesn't deserve. Like, they, they should be competitive. That's why it's going to be sad. And it's going to be depressing when, and again, like I, I like Philly, right? Like I hear I'm, 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 you know, I've got my pamphlet to the church of that DPS lineup. I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to, you know, take a personality quiz, you know, Scientology, this, that, the other thing. I get it. Spark should be able to compete with them as a team, just on paper as a team. They should be able to compete with Philly. They should be able to compete with charge. I don't know what this team does. And it's going to be disappointing when they end a stage like middling to I mean, like bad. Joe, I go further. They should beat Charge and Philly. Yeah, there shouldn't they should. No, they should. About them yes. beating Philly and Charge. And it's going to be again, Joe said really depressing when we get to when we get to like the mid-season and they're just not doing anything. They're the most uninteresting yeah. team. They've maybe like you know, surprised one of the top three once, but they're losing to fucking Valley. You know, yep. it's gonna happen. Yep. No, yep. but by spending, Sorry. they should be competing with Shanghai. Let's be oh, hundred yeah. yeah. percent honest yep. about this, yep. right? Yep. So, final verdict: Where are you putting them? Where do they belong? How are oh, they gonna do? It's... I have them. I believe I have them. I have them fourth, I think currently. Mm. Um okay. behind the top three. <clears throat> and it, the fluctuation of where that is is like they could either literally be second and be fighting and going five maps with Shanghai if they play correctly and if they don't mismanage this roster, or they're last. I think that there is so much variance for this team to fucking either be super good or super duper horrendously bad. Yeah, yeah they're a punchy team. They certainly have the lovely designation of being that on paper team to uh, end all on paper teams. Um, I okay. personally have them uh above the charge um one two three four five i have them fifth in apac and in the world as it stands currently 
Uh, they are below the Justice at 13. I can't see <sighs> this thing being lost in APEC. I can't do it. I, I can't yeah, see I it. Think I th no, I mean, they shouldn't. They realistically shouldn't. But this it. quality I mean, roster, I feel like just on skill level alone, yeah. on roster mm -hmm. quality, they can't because they, they should just be able to outskill players even on their worst day. Hopefully. So for me, three to six range, somewhere in there, because which is pretty wide range for APEC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they could be as good. I think they're, they're good enough to take out somebody in the top three in, in sniper position. Mm-hmm. Probably still too far off, even on skill level. Even even if Spark are at their peak, probably still not good enough for Shanghai soldiers yet. Yep. But I could see I could see the Spark sniping third if they if all all planets align, all stars align for them. Hmm. Um, because they have the roster quality to do so. You know, you get a hit scan meta. Shy goes into all of his good stuff. You know, hmm. one of your three tanks finds a good meta to play in, like surely. Um. Yeah, I, I can see them doing. I feel like I feel like I'm. I can see this team doing quite well, but it's just hard to trust them, you know. Yep. Yeska, I think final. The thing is, like, I want to like I'm I'm hurt by this team, man. Like, I want to say some <laughs> some shit. Like, they can be sec or like they're most likely to be second to last, but I'm I'm honestly probably bullshitting saying that. Like just like I'm looking at the the quality of these players, and I'm like, okay, like even the worst case scenario, right? Like the way I see Overwatch Two playing out, like unless you're literally just like waking up, having to run an obstacle course in order to like get to do your job, mm -hmm. from metaphorically on from an organizational level, like. You should just by skill outskill both charge and valiant at the very least, yep. right? And then maybe also true for fusion. I think their most likely case is therefore to be two of all of these. So my my situation would probably be likely fifth, but I absolutely believe like the three, three to six range, four to six. That feels like solid for, or that seems reasonable for them at this point. Yep. Agree. The one, the one hopium, the the one thing I can say that could be interesting about this team, if they are this like big playmaker, we just play our style. Everybody's running around like there is no cohesion. Everybody's just looking for plays, and it's just a scrap fest. I think there is a team. I don't know who. Uh, maybe it's soul that just kind of like has a hard time keeping tempo or just like trying to find like the game flow because there just isn't one, but that like requires a lot of things to go right. That's like the best I can say about this team. So a team that really needs to get their shit together to get something going, but probably Please has God. higher hopes has higher hopes than a few other teams in the APEC region, namely their Joe brothers in Guangzhou and also, uh, you know, well, Valiant on the other side as well. The, those are two teams that they should be better than. Uh, a team that is currently probably sitting middle of the table APEC, but can likely reach a little bit higher than that, but can also completely shit the bed and go further down. We'll have to pay close attention to what the Hongzhou Spark are going to be doing this year because 
some exciting new prospects backed by legendary players like Gushue and Shai. Mm-hmm. Surely they'll be able to get something together. We'll have to pay attention to the season. That's going to be our Hunger Spark 2022 team preview done and dusted. Let's move on to the next team. And it is going to be Wings Out, baby. Jesus. Everyone's favorite. The Los Angeles Valiant. Oh, okay. This should Were be interesting. Definitely yeah, playing out of LA. Yes, they are. <laughs> so, if you if you don't know anything about the Valiant, or rather, if you if you if you knew, okay, there's a couple of different things here. One, if you've only known about Valiant from the time they played in NA, I don't even know where to get started for you. It's it's yeah. you know, just I don't know. Go through Liquipedia. I don't have time to catch you up. That's been that's too long ago. Shit went down last year. They went to China. It didn't go well. This year, however, they're still in China. But <laughs> the Mortals have somehow expanded the budget for the team. They have one of the most decorated coaches in Tier 2 on the team now in No Hill, snubbed by the rest of China for <laughs> reasons I won't get into. There's a bit of controversy there between him and other Chinese teams in terms of drama. <clears throat> but he's on a team. I mean, but Immortals are like, eh, we don't have a problem with that. Come on in. Um, and he's assembling the squad. He's he's trying to assemble a squad. He's at least got Dia. There's sure. a couple of there's a couple of the CC returning members, mm. that dream team from 2020 Gauntlet that won the Gauntlet that beat all the Korean teams that had one of the most historical international runs we've seen in Tier Two Overwatch and just in Overwatch in general. Uh, no Hill leading the way with that team. Bringing Dia back in, innovations coming in. Dia is coming out of retirement for this, by the way, because he didn't play at all last year. Mm. Um, innovations have been brought in as well. They picked up Becky. They are rumored to be picking up a fourth DPS. Who was it again? I don't even know at this point. It was it Kaylee, was... but he got dropped. Yeah, was, was it another? Wasn't it? It was Xy at one point. Then it was Kaylee at one point, and now I don't know who it is. But I think they're very interested in getting a fourth DPS player. I don't know who it is anymore. Mm. Um, they at one point had Wukiel rumored as one of the tank players who was going to be coaching as the assistant coach and a tank player at the same time uh, since then that room has been adjusted and updated to be Wukiel only coaching and now Sashin is the current rumored tank for the team and then on the support line you have Coldus who kind of got wasted on the spark and you know, we just talked about the spark and you know Coldus didn't get too much of a shot when he finally got to come in. He came into a pretty poor situation. Wasn't going to be do a lot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and alongside him is Lengsa from Team Chaser and formerly of the Chengdu Hunters. So Lengsa, I think, is quite an exciting player coming in for the LA Valiant. So overall, it's a much better team than last year. Not that mm-hmm. last year's roster really set any bars that were difficult to beat. But um, the real question will be now, can they be competitive enough to break out of last place and at a minimum beat some teams. I mean, Yeska definitely thinks they can break out of last place. I think they could as well, but this team was still going to be, this team is still right now looking at their roster, probably still going to be struggling a little bit despite the major upgrades. Yeah. I think they fight with charge for that last place if I had to like, and I think I mean, this is a team that will, I think, just win games, which is something we couldn't say for them last season. 
I think the the, the players yeah. that they have are they're good players. I mean, Diaz should have been in Overwatch League last season, but his only chance was the Valiant. And you know, there's no reason to get two zero in you know forty seasons under your belt, winless sure. seasons rather. Yeah. Um, I am very upset with how Coldest has been extremely wasted on the spark like you talked about it and Nisca talked about how they've ruined careers Holdis coming out of that of chinese contenders that year was far and away the best flex support the like the region had ever seen and it wasn't close he was literally the nickname that they gave him was chinese jonah because he was that good and then he just goes to spark and he gets wasted so mm. like if they can i don't know get Holdis back from the depths of where he was on the spark, it'd be good, but like this team won't be like world beaters, obviously. And I mm. think that's just like it's about setting expectation for these teams. Like a win for this team is like getting, I don't know, my like, you know, eight wins, ten wins, somewhere around there, you know, being semi competitive against some of the better teams, but you're not realistically getting past the spark, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I'll be shocked if they get past Philly. Yeah, that would be. That's... Yeah, I don't have anything to say. Uh, nothing positive, that is. So, Jessica, do you want to tell me on uh, yeah, your so... valiant uh, stonks? I mean, I, I think the problem is, like, the optics are weird, right? Like, because they keep adding DPS or rotating DPS. I think I generally... Okay, this this might like if you're a player, like don't don't have any ill will towards me, but I think as a selection method, just rotating through your thirty day contract and getting rid of you if you don't perform before the season is actually the ideal uh smart solution if you're on um on limited budget, right? Mm. Now I don't understand why that is happening on the DPS role for this team. <laughs> Especially in the fourth slot, I would I would understand more if it was the third. Have they actually mm -hmm. officially announced any players? That's my knowledge. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Of course they've announced players. Do you get innovation? Yes. Told us something to other announced players. D Sorry. Who? Hold on. Do you get innovation? Becky coldest Lengsa. Okay. These these are official. Okay. Um. Which is the Chinese Lengsa. Yeah. So I. Like, of course, like the tank situation is—it's probably not as bad as one would think. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! As in, like they do what, have a tank. What would one think? They have a tank. Oh yeah, they—they they have a tank. That's they yeah, certainly they have somebody playing the tank. Rate, definitely yes. don't have no tank, right? Yeah. So sure. if yes. you're if the, if the bad thing that you were thinking is oh my god, value don't have a tank, it's definitely better than that. Now I'm getting a little it, concerned about the volatility in their roster this late into the offseason. I didn't foresee that happening. You uh -huh. know? I thought like No Hill would get on his like crystallize his starting roster earlier. Maybe that's that happened, but they haven't announced yet. But like um I don't again, I don't hate the reiteration of that situation consistently. Now um I think there is some credit to be given to that coach to the similar degree. Like, I feel like this is a, this is like a Paris, a Valiant mm -hmm. season three type of uh, story in the making with the potential to get that. 
think he has amassed a lot of players that... Oh. Like, if you look at the profile of the players that he signed, a lot of them are, like, formerly players held in high regard that have something to prove. I can totally see how this team's very hungry. Like, Coltrus must be hungry. Hungry. Sure. Dia must be hungry. Huyal, if that's the coach, mu must be hungry to some degree. Right? No, Hill's hungry because he's got something to prove against all the other Chinese teams. Yeah, hundred percent. One thing, one thing. I I do have information. Uh, so the the current rumor, according to Halo, for that fourth DPS slot that No Hill really wants to fill for some reason, is Easy Han from Team CC of last year's Team CC roster. Mm. Shocking. <clears throat> so it's gone from Ixy to Kaylee now to Easy Han as the rumored fourth DPS, and they. And it's it's all hit scan, so they he he no hill really wants a hit scan in that fourth position. Mm -hmm. By the way, no hill uh, was the one who secured the valiant their current living space. So. Yeah, he did that as well. Yeah, he's a he's, he's an doing animal. everything. He's a he's but an absolute. He is he is like I mean he's LG Huya Championship, yep. Team CC Championship, yep. Gauntlet Championship. Like he's got the pedigree. He's definitely very good at his job. He that that goes without saying. I I have nothing but good things to say when looking you know at what? this coaching staff. This is the opposite of Spark, where it's like Spark yes. is just like they just like stacked with good talent, but then you're like, oh, but I don't really trust the management. Yeah. Here you like ultra trust the management. Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, no hills, like he's a god. But then like, oh, the talent's not not that great. But I'll I'll <laughs> give them a free pass or hand wave it because it's no hill. It's like the complete opposite. Yeah. Yep. I I I can't speak highly enough of that pedigree. I do trust him. However, I look at that DPS lineup and I agree. I think there's a lot of hungry players here and there are some like genuine gems that like should not be dropped through the rough. Um I see that DPS lineup is rigid. Um I think it's going to be difficult for him to like find a stable like core throughout the season. Uh, if I'm gonna flame Hotba for throwing some good shit in season one, bruh, I I better not hear any fucking washed up Farah player stepping in for the Valiant, right? Like, I'm sorry, I hate to badmouth any players. I don't mean any ill will. I say this purely for entertainment. That shit can't fly, just can't. It I I this is gonna be some water in the wine shit that No Hill's gonna have to pull. From somebody that barely anybody in like the Overwatch League community probably remembers seeing them play as like your starting main tank in the season that they reduce the tank pool and make it more like playmaking. Sorry, it, I can't trust that. I just can't. As much as I like No Hill, as much as I like Coldus, as much as I like Dia. Sorry, not good. So let's talk about the tanks. So you are you are no bueno on session. No, no, I can't be. I can't, in good faith, try to sell you any kind of weird hyperbolic bullshit that this player who let me just do a quick little. Let me just, for the sake of it, a Liquipedia he, search. He was on Spark. Yeah. Did he play? He did, he did I play. don't he remember. Did. He did play. He did play. He played a bit. Yeah, Sick. Was, it, it was pre Bernard Liga. He played Zarya mostly. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just not. It's just not gonna cut it. Like it feels. Uh, but it's it no sucks. hill. No hill. No hill. Surely can't I get know. this wrong. I, he I, chose Sashin. If he chose Sashin, I mean, he did I it for a reason, right? I mean, what is he? I mean, what else does he get though at this point? Like, I mean, what else is left? Like, what else can with the budget that they have get anything left? I mean, I. I there has to be know. someone better than Sashin, I imagine. Just get Sato. Sato's there. He's just like, hello, yeah. me. Yeah, get a, <laughs> I, get, I get, mean... a couple of, get a couple of two liters of Coke and just, like, ship it off to him and just say, just hey, just want to come, yeah. wanna no, come play on Valiant? LH, LH Cloudy's available, just saying. Okay, all right. That'd be fucking what about, what about... They actually... I'm not kidding. There was this rumor. I'm going to bring this up. I rated Ben Best one day, and he mentioned sure. to me that yeah. we all know that he had an offer. He said that he had an offer for this year. Mm -hmm. um, and that offer fell through due to visa problems. Yes. Apparently, you think, he was, you think he was the guy? That was, apparently, he said it was an APAC offer. And yeah. I made very sure to check. It was like, you, you mean one of the Asian teams in the Eastern Division? He's like, yes. One of, one of the seven teams offered him. And I, looking through it, the only two possible teams that I think it could have been could have been the Guangzhou Charge yes. or the LA Valiant, except the Guangzhou Charge already had two tanks. Correct. So they would have to be adding on a third tank, which doesn't make a lot of fucking sense for a team that's going for a pretty lean roster. Yep. That'd be. And hard. guess who didn't? And guess who didn't have a tank? Valiant didn't have a fucking tank. Yep. And I and I'm not gonna like. Well, you say who who could have they have gotten? It, it legitimately it might have been, been Ben Best. Sure. Legitimately. And just in a vacuum, let's just tease the idea for a moment before I shit all over it, right? I like Ben Best. I thought he's been pretty underrated throughout his career. I think his points are really quite good. Um, his Winston is serviceable. I don't know at this caliber in Overwatch 2. I like that better than Sasha. Right? I, I just do. I like that on paper in Come a vacuum. On, man. However, however, having a trilingual <laughs> roster isn't gonna cut it just not not smart i i, no, no, I no, trust no, no just, hill they're going to do english it's not trilingual they're just doing english yeah they just do english half the roster's yeah. fluent in english anyway or calmed already in english i should say yeah i get it it's by the not... way half of those players have already played in a chinese korean mix where they just did english yeah. right so yeah it wouldn't be that hard you'd have to and, and actually never one chinese, other thing ben Be they never call the chinese nope they were korean english Ben Best also played on a Korean team with Sparkle and the rest. And they did that, whatever comp situation they did there. Yeah. So, in a crazy world, it, I, don't, I, I don't think the comms would have been the biggest issue. In my yeah. opinion. I'm just gonna have my own doubts on that. Uh, and... Yeah, I like okay. it more. I do. I do like it more. I get like, yes, teams have played together in the past. Spark has a history of having like the English roster or not the English roster, but the English calming structure. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. There's other examples. I just <laughs> not my not my cup of tea. Go through the the catalog right. of right, Tactical right, right. Crush podcast. I've never been that way. Just my opinion. Well, um, I'll just I'll just put out there. Even if you don't get Ben Best and you get a Korean or Chinese tank, they still have to come in English. Ex sure, so, exactly. No and I don't like that either. No matter what, well, then who the fuck can you get? I I don't build my team this way. I start you that way, but that's that's but another current, podcast for another day. But the, but the current situation is they have to yes, get somebody, of course. And, and if not Sashin, then who? That's a great uh, question. Lure Bernard away from Spark somehow. 
Or what's Cleston doing? You can get you can get Dreamer. You can get Stand One. And we all forgot about the most important player that could have been on this team that probably should have been on this team is Among. Sure. Yeah. He's looking. I, Gargoyle. I, I don't know. Late Young. Late Young could have been here if no well, he wanted. He's retired. So. No, he's retired because he couldn't find a team. Well, if he found he... a team, he wouldn't have retired. I wish they could go skid Liga or something. To... Yeah, they I mean, don't have the money to pay for the Liga. Yeah. The fuck? You're getting burned I don't think they're buying. from Spark. Yeah, I don't think they're paying a buyout. I think of if you look at who all their players are, if you look at the roster again, I'm pretty sure their entire roster is no buyouts. Yep. Because Coldus Coldus' contract ended, right? He was a free agent, was he not? Yep. Yeah, I believe so. Did, you, did, did Linksa require a buyout? Was Linksa a free Linksa, agent? No, no, no. Team Chasers' contracts were over after that. So, so yes, yeah, so it's a 100% zero buyout team. Yep. yep. So that you can't snipe somebody from the Hangzhou Spark. Can't do yep. that. Yeah. Stuff. It's, it's so, dire straits. Yeah, you're kind so of yeah, for ruined. Anybody else commenting on Sashin before we move on? <laughs> <clears throat> We're sinking the league. Oh, Anybody? Okay. Any buyers? Any biters? <laughs> Any biters? We're sinking the league. No one wants. Me, nope. Hang on. I have to look at. I have to look at all the tanks first. You don't think can... that's the worst tank in the league? Pray I have to look at. Can... I have to look at all the tanks. Oh, I hear yeah, you. Yes. Yeah, I know why Yiska doesn't think it is because you guys. I'm not going to say it. I'm I, I, I'm not looking we forward to my DM. Oh my god! Oh, we did Vancouver the Vancouver episode. And, oh no. Um, that's also not true. I think Sashin has to be considered the worst tank in the league. I don't think he will. Sorry, start. you. You. I can't. What did you say? You were breaking out. From, I. I don't think he will start. You, you know. Don't think he will start. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, no. Did I hear did that right? Him? Did we lose him? You lagged out for me yesterday. Really? Hello? Either you're you streaming think... into the mic, no? or you're not talking. No, it's all fine on, on my... Okay, now... Okay. Oh. Try again. Okay. Uh, it's... He's, he's the worst... Probably the worst tank. Probably not going to start, therefore not the worst starter. Um, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's going to start whoa, whoa, then? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Oh, you think Wuhiel starts? Okay. Oh, okay. no, not going to be a Wuhiel's <laughs> reported to not be playing anymore. Wuhiel's reported to only be a coaching team. And not <laughs> dude, a they're gonna they're gonna Is see it... Sashin and they're gonna be like, ring the bell, get the summons out here, dude. This is <laughs> this boss is too okay. hard. <laughs> uh... We don't feel good about oh. Sashin. Yeah, like if he plays, about... he's the worst uh, starting uh, tank in, in the league. Yeah, I agree. Do we feel good about Coldus and Lynxa? Yes. Yeah. Lynxa comes in pretty hot. Mm -hmm. Ironically, his team is Coldus. Oh my god. Um, Lynx is a four-time uh, contenders champ, by the way. Now, who is? Lynx is a four-time contenders champ. Yeah, he's he he's looking for a comeback story from contenders because he got dropped back into contenders. He's trying to make a comeback. Um, fun fact about Coldus: his one of his uh, Smurf names is Cold J. One of his other Smurf names is Hot J. That's a fun fact about Coldus. <laughs> what is the J? Put, out, put that out there in reference to. No idea. Is this about Jonah? No idea. <laughs> no idea. Couldn't even begin to tell you. Any, uh, I mean, this, is, this is decent. This yeah. is a decent support line. 
Mm-hmm. But, but the fact that they got this is pretty cool. Like, but, yeah. but, but the question is, is this better than, or can it defeat, Super Rich Irony, Unique oh. Molly, Fixer Aim God, Creative Vendame, or any any of them? Even the Chengdu guys, obviously probably not the Shanghai guys, but to confidently pull like put them above some of these is tough. I think they could compete like in a duo Overwatch league, like in a vacuum, just comparing the supports. Yeah, I think they can compete. I would say that. I think they're better than Fixa. Well, okay, I, I shouldn't say better, definitely, because I don't know a lot about Fixa. Fake God, I think, is definitely not as good. Fake, uh, fake God? What? Fake God. Fake Aim God, God. Fake God. Wait, am I saying it right? Or am I... Aim Did God? Did you change his name? Aim God, sorry. Why did yeah, I say you're fake? Fine. Oh, that's the... Fake God's the lead. Ah, uh, that's a Freudian. I was I was gonna say you were yeah, that's definitely Freudian because I was like, is he is this beef? Is this like no. spice? What's going on here? Like, uh, I think I think Coldus is a better like flex support. Well, okay, I think if he if he's like gonna be as good as he used to be, which I don't know, maybe Spark have sucked the life out of him. Like they suck the life out of every other player that comes through their freaking team. Uh, I think he's better than probably Aim God is. He's a husk now. He's a husk of a player. He might just be, he might just, like, he might have gotten f- fucking hit by the Reapers and fucking Mass Effect 2, and he's just not who he used to be. What a game. I just, I just, this, it's fine. It's a fine support line. This is probably the best that they were going to get that, like, was Chinese and that could, like, get, like, at the, mo- at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's good, I think. I really would like to see Coldest play a lot better, or, like, play, first off, play the fucking game. And second of all, I would like to see him recapture a little bit of how good he was beforehand because he was extremely talented and then got, you know, Molly came in far away, Monk, these other flex supports came in and stole his thunder. So, I mean, I think they're, I think they can compete with like the last two teams that we have above them. Beyond mm-hmm. that, there's no way they touch like the top four. So a good support line, yeah. but a lot of other good support lines out there, probably. I think they have a chance of maybe touching Unique Molly, depending on how Charge do. Sure. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, DPS. Three plus a rumor. Really <laughs> interesting how, really interesting how No Hill is like dead set on getting four DPSs as, as a priority. Mm. I mean, uh, he has like two and a half, right? Because two I don't. And a half. I mean, innovation can't play more than two heroes, man. It's just the tracer <laughs> and the May. There's nothing else. And the Sombra. And the Sombra. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's one of his heroes. That's one of his key signature heroes. Oh my god, I just, I, it's. I mean, he's here because Team CC the connection with No Hill. I think that's like the the reason. Yeah, he's here. His tracer's really good. Like, don't get me wrong. His tracer is the venom extreme... of this team. Yeah, he's literally venom. No, nah, he's like got a man. better hero pull than venom. Sure. Oh, because he has another hero. <laughs> he has one extra hero. He has double the hero pool of venom. Two hundred percent more hero pool. Hey, look, I mean, venom, got in... venom joined the league on one hero. That's impressive as fuck. <laughs> that is. It is. I mean, Becky. I think was. I don't know too much about Becky in terms of like their DPS prowess. Mm-hmm. Um. Just good. Like it's just alright, you know. Not, not, not. Dia is this. I think is a back. superstar, man. I, I really think that Dia is. I mean, even back when it was zero and forty Shanghai, like he was yeah. 
still pretty good. He's very, very good. And it's a shame that he didn't get to ride the hype of the 2019 or 2020, sorry, gauntlet season mm-hmm. where he was potentially the best DPS in all of contenders. Yep. And now he's lost that momentum. He's on a team that's really like not great. And yep. um, while he won't go winless and he'll get his first Overwatch League win this season. Um, yeah, be his first it, ever? Is he, has he never yeah. won an Overwatch League game before? Nope. Nope. Well, no, was he on one of the teams when Shanghai got their first win? Was he on the team on the bench or some shit? Yep. Yeah, he was on the bench, but he didn't play though, right? Yeah, so, so he's not. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, so he's. Yeah, that's just for the redditors. You're gonna be like, Dia got his first win back when they beat Boston. It's like, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Um, as a starter, he'll get his first win, and yeah. then. I mean, Ezhan, if that's the rumor. I I I I remember he's hearing decent. good things about them on Team CC. He, and he's Snow decent. Hill. He's not as good as Dia. I think I, it's so weird that they get this yeah. guy. Like if anything, no, you you want you need to get a guy that covers innovations weak points, not a guy yeah. that just does hit scan again. Um, no, no hill's really gonna have to spin gold out of this thread, man. Yeah. There's like no other way. I figured out innovation swapping to tank. That, that has to be pog may tank. Why didn't they just keep Shou Chang then at that point, bro? Just fucking play Shou Chang, dude. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> I hate that. Would you, yeah, Joe? Would you that. rather have Sashin or Shou Cheng right now, dude? As a tank, I probably actually. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably make me have Sashin. I think. I think we're being very low on Sashin. We're <laughs> <sighs> being exceptionally low on Sashin. <laughs> you guys make I'm it out like joke. he. You guys. You guys are making it out like he's some silver three level player. So that's not what it is. No, he's <laughs> not, not. What it is bad? Like he's no. not bad, bro. Like <laughs> he played what 2020. He missed he the year. Fine. He was fine. I don't he think yes, fine. he's fine. I don't think he's as bad as Joe is saying. I'm just naming it. Joe is Joe thinks uh, he's an awful player. Yeah, Joe. Yes, let me. Let me. He will be woeful. <laughs> he will be. Mark my words. I'm sorry. When the narrative of these team previews says, "Bro, everybody's leveled up. Everybody's leveled up," and we're signing somebody who has missed not one. I guess one. I can't add. It's five he's in the morning. Good. He missed the good. year. He's no, still good. He's not. He's not. He's the worst tank in the league. Worst tank. Worst tank. Let me prove to you why he's. Let me prove to you why he's still good. Okay. He just he in December tenth of twenty twenty one last year, so just the end of the last year, he <sighs> got forty five hundred on all rolls. That's sick. It's not bad, dude. It's great, bad. fantasy, dude, fucking love. It. Awesome. Um, he also got ranks one, two, and three on the Asia server, August last year. He I mean, it is impressive. Rank. He also I... got, he also got mm-hmm. rank one and rank two on the Asia server in July of last year. Yeah. So he's not been playing pro, but my guy's been somehow farming. Right? <laughs> he's, he was getting, he's, he's a those, farmer. by the way, those, by the way, were all 4,600 accounts. That, that, that is impressive. Yeah, dude, he's a, he's I a cannot, god. I cannot take Joe's that sweating. away from him. Joe's All I'm saying is like, he, it's, it's not like he's. It's not like he's lived in a fucking ditch for a year. You're right. <laughs> he's been playing the game. He's been around. I, hey, Doug I hear, I get it. 100% worst bank tank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. There it is. Uh, if, if, oh, he, if he's as good as he is, let's, let's, <laughs> this is not a, a fair argument. All like, right. why isn't thing. anybody else picking him up? Why <laughs> is it the bad? 4,600, baby. Hey, because where's no Mayhem? Hill, let's start knocking. Because no hill's a god. No hill knows what he's doing. <laughs> no, you know, no, I, I am I'm more no, than happy to no eat hill my has words. A crystal ball. 
I am, I am the crystal bowl. I am more than into, happy to he eat my the crystal words. Bowl. He looked at the crystal ball, and Dormammu said Sashin. He's like, no, it can't be. And Dormammu's like, yeah, Sashin. He's like, fuck, I, I got to get Sashin then. I will, I will eat all of the crow. I will hold the largest L. I will... <laughs> I, I don't know what I'll do. We should I might eat a shoe. We should put bets on this. This is too you good. You should. Yeah. You should. So what who, who, what oh would you God. like to bet? What would you like to bet? Oh, here we go. Um, and what is your bet? What would Mr. be? <laughs> Mr. Chung Du against the field. Oh, you have a change. great history. Oh. Oh, 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 um, uh, change your pr Twitter profile picture for a month. I'll do that. But what's the bet? I don't know what the bet is. That he <laughs> won't be the worst tank in the Overwatch League. How do you That's... quantify that? How, how do you You're not doing this again. Tank? You're not doing this again. I, I will, I will, I will stop you from doing <laughs> the fucking dumbest bet in the world that one person <laughs> will play against the field. I can't take that bet on your okay. behalf. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so, so offer offer a bet that's that's like up to your expectation. Like, what would be a fair bet? <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe, make the bet yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah. I have the burden of proof. All right. Um, no, I'm I'm if, just like, you have some convictions, <laughs> so prove them and put something at stake. Very easy. Oh yes, it's very, my conviction is that I think fucking Sashin will be the worst performing main tank in the Overwatch League. Yeah. What do you think, Yiska? I think Yiska that's true, but I want to bet out of you because I'm I don't have this, the same conviction that this will happen because well, I think there's a very there stick to your guns. I'm willing to bet that it's it's like not even a 50% chance of this being true. So I want to take you up on that bet because I think we disagree on odds. <laughs> no. I, I got in your way the first time. I won't do it again. The third time, you're getting eyebrowed, all right? Valiant. <laughs> they're going to get a win. And I will, I will get my Valiant pom-poms out and I will shed a man tear for Dia to finally be unbranded from that godforsaken Shanghai team. Oh, Past that point, <laughs> not great. Who could he be better than? I think he no, could be nobody. better than both. Nobody. No, no, nobody. No. He could absolutely Holy be better shit. than Rio and Krong. Um, <laughs> no, no. He could be better the than both. Them, the both. Okay, yeah. That. All right. He could I'll give be. You that. <laughs> I give you that one. Oh, shit. That was not a bad vote. There, but there are not many we others. We don't know what Vancouver's doing. There's not many others, <laughs> and you wanted to do the field, bro. I could have had you eyebrowless. No, no, I'm saying I could like, have had you. What do you mean against the field? I wanted to bet that he won't be the worst, brother. Like, man, you almost bet the field. Yeah, the entire Overwatch League that Sashin was not going to be the worst. Do you understand those odds? Uh, okay, you're I, a man I think of logic there's... and reason. Please, I, I, I don't think I understand what you're saying. So. Oh, I'm crying. Uh, I think it's very easy for him to not be the worst. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one tank has to be worse. Yeah, that seems very easy. Mm -hmm. It's even no, it's even possible that he will be an average tank in the Overwatch League. <laughs> you think Sashin <laughs> will be an average tank? It could in the Overwatch. It's possible. He already did that in 2020. It's, it's like it's, there's a precedent set. I mean, 
There's, there's a person no... insert in a different tank role. Oh my God. <laughs> Ever you want to you want to share an eyebrow against this idiot? Oh my <laughs> like... God. So anyway, we were supposed to be talking about DPS, oh. and somehow we got sidetracked uh. again. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about DPS here. Yeah, I mean, Sashin is kind of a DPS. <laughs> he's, he's the only damage he's doing now is some brain damage to certain people. I don't know. I'm I'm getting brain damage to this right now. So, um, so yes. Anybody? Anybody else about the DPS? Dia, Dia is anybody? Is really DPS is the best part of this team. There we go. So it's the spark again. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. The no, parallels it's the coaching from stuff. this team to the Spark are actually insane. Yeah, parallels between this team and Spark are actually yeah. really hardcore. Yeah, they're like opposites. Except one's a likable team and the other one's a fucking just, husk of a human being. Yeah. So Valiant's likable and and Hangzhou is the husk of a human being. Got it. Yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> That's exactly. Um. What I was so, Deer is, I think, the individual best player on this team across all the yeah. roles. He is he's really sharp. And here's the thing, here's the one thing I'll say against what Joe's saying. Dia also took a year off from the gameplay, but he's fucking it's insane. It's true. Which we know he's insane. I, I don't think that's the biggest crime. I don't think that's the biggest like mark against the players. Like, oh, they took a year off. Okay. Not the biggest deal. You can come back and still be really good. Not everyone. I'm not saying everyone who comes back from a year off is just instantly good, but mm-hmm. I've seen it's some be- Dia gameplay recently. It's good. It's, sure. it's yeah. by recently I mean in the last five or so months because mm-hmm. man, it's still recent enough. Who cares? Um, yeah. The guy's still mechanically gifted as hell. He's really good mechanically for real. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't disagree. Yeah. Cool. All right. Ranking time. This team is, I'm going to just cop out and give this team. I'm actually not going to give them the same as Spark. I'm going to give this team Similar to Guangzhou, but I'm going to say anywhere between four and seven. As in, if they really, if No Hill really is a god, they can maybe get up to something like a fourth place. Yeah. Where they're not at all able to break the top three because the quality of di- quality uh, difference in terms of the players is just too great to overcome. Yeah. But at least the other bottom teams they'll be able to beat, is mm-hmm. what I think. But, if, but failing that, they could easily also just be seven. This is a team that definitely has the capability of still being last, potentially. Mm-hmm. Would agree. Um, yeah, I think APAC ranking-wise, I would tend to agree. This is like a 5-7 to seven team. They're going to get wins. I, I don't doubt that. Um, I trust No Hill to get wins. I don't trust this roster to perform much in the way past that. I if this wants if this is like a rebuild season and that's how they want to spin it, I'm I'm charitable to that. Um, but I think this is a bottom five team in the world um, as it stands currently. Um, but that's better than last season. You have to give them that. This is an improvement. Who, um, yeah. Who in NA can Valiant definitely beat? Who Vancouver. in NA? Yeah, the more they hear about Vancouver, the less I like. Um, they probably can battle the Spitfire. They'll, well, I mean, they beat the Spitfire. Please, for the love of Christ, like they probably the battle without a flex the support. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the person, <laughs> if it's the person I think it is, then I still think they'll beat them. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, as, in, as in, if the rumors are true and it's landed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Landed on London. Anyway. I mean, there's no one really. I'm still undecided on what to do with New York. Call me a hater. I don't really care. Um, Defiant, you're not out of this. Um, no way. I don't oh think Defiant's God. good, man. They're not good. I like Travis. Do you think Chorong and Twilight are gonna lose? Yeah, the it's it's travesty, it brother. is a travesty. It's a travesty. It's slowly it's start to understand the hate the people try. saying we hate Toronto. I I, I get it now. <laughs> I, do you disagree though? Uh, I, yes, I yeah, disagree. I disagree. I disagree on that yeah. entirely. Yeah, I think okay. I think I think it seemed like Boston is more likely to bit Ooh. lower. Uh, I think Eternal can also be down there. I mean, Eternal, yeah. dude, dude. Like the, once again, this is a this is a team that's so incredibly under resourced. It's nuts. Well, yeah, but they have like you think <laughs> they have as much as the bottom teams, and then you look at the n number of people <laughs> that are actually working there, and no, they don't. No, oh, yeah, Avala. I think recently tweeted that she was doing like videography work now. I'm like, God bless you. You're a saint. <laughs> Yo, shout out uh, to Avala, man. So, who's next to rank them? I think Yiska hasn't gone. I don't uh, think Kenobi's gone. I haven't gone. I'll, I guess I'll go. Uh, they are seventh in APAC with a just seven height of fifth, and I think if okay. fourth is like the 0.001 percentile there's fucking don't think it's possible with the players they have unless unless no hill literally does turn water into wine and does it on camera um <laughs> and then i think in the world i have them 18th uh above vancouver and above okay I think that's the conservative take that gets zero clicks. So I'm just going to say they're not going to be last. Um, yeah, you're also a crackhead. There's uh, fucking, in the there's, in, in, in all APAC. of the twenty teams. No, oh, in APAC. In APAC. Yeah. No, there's no like. Put 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 me. Give me a rank. Where are they? Yeah, where if they're not Six. last, where are they? Six. Who who's who's under them? Who's last? Charge. You're fucking. Uh, all right. I mean, it's possible. And I'll then, put my eyebrows. And for then, that shit. okay, okay. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm be careful. You're an honor talent. Please, Jesus. I'm. I'm going. I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm creating opium out of the thin eye. Watch me. I'm yeah. Cold fusion in me. Now, what if there's a gigantic collapse of the hunters? <laughs> 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 Suddenly, like. Oh my God. The, the husk of this formerly great team is remaining. Mm -hmm. No Hill also no. finds some no. sponsorship shit. <laughs> Suddenly they got some of those stars, bro. And then mm -hmm. Spark Sparks. Uh oh. Suddenly they're like already in fifth. Yep. And then what if fusion doesn't work out? <laughs> Yeah, what if Shanghai doesn't work out? Yes, yeah, dude. What if what if all the teams just didn't have computers to play Overwatch 2 with? Fuck. Like, what if that? Then Valiant's first. I, I mean, to be fair, like <laughs> looking at the stock of Huya, that might oh. soon happen that they ha do have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you, you can't. There's I, no shot, dude. I, I can't if, wait. I, I think. 
I think they're unlikely <sighs> to be less, last. I think there's too much volatility in this okay. in the in this bullshit region with like way too much dumb shit happening. That mm-hmm. yep. One mm-hmm. one boy. Not good enough, man. Ugh. I I think I think Noel got it. You know, Hayden. I, like I love Noel, but like, dude, he <clears throat> literally has to be Christ. Like, I just yeah. He and he's he and he's about to be because I, once he turns that water into wine, guess what? It turns out that leaves currency of choice is wine. He's going to be bought with the wine. Look, I like it. And. Okay, so right. Chung, so is, we're gonna have a lot of shaved eyebrows this year when we find out I, that suddenly Chengdu have imploded. No Hill has acquired leave. Yep. And boom, now Valiant yeah. are fucking amazing. I, All right, so I thought the same thing nuts. about Paris last year. You know, like what? I, I oh, thought what the uh. same thing about um about Paris last year, and mm. suddenly Paris ain't last. They're not even second to last. They're pretty mid. Sure. Yeah. Right? Now. <laughs> do, like, like, from the... Okay. Teleport back, and I guess that's the last thing I'll say on, on this, but teleport back to the uh, situation where you evaluate Paris, and Joe doesn't count. Yeah. And the... <laughs> not, you suck. Uh, the... <laughs> Just, just, just stabbing you for no reason. Just violence. Um, um, like I don't think this Paris team looked that much better than the Valiant team does look now. I think there's potential for inaccuracy in really solid coaching and like team cohesion, and a team that has a lot to prove is dangerous as fuck, man. So, that wrong? I th- I think I'm I'm willing to bet they're not going to be last. I think that's kind of based. I'm not gonna lie. I think it is. I think I think Dia's hungry as fuck. I, I think Dia's hungry as fuck, and like you will beat any team that's coasting with low morale. Oh, totally. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, they're, so. yeah. But how many teams are gonna do that? Well, Hangzhou. There's gonna be some of them. Hangzhou, yeah. if they're off to a bad start. Guangzhou, if they're off to a bad start. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I think. <laughs> I mean, I said Hangzhou could be last. <sighs> like we got him, boys. We converted him. Can you can you just like imagine being like <clears throat> shy, waking up to like all this Billy Billy like paraphernalia next to him? It's like basically the equivalent of Tickle Me Elmo, some anime shit. Uh, waking up, uh, waking up in the morning and going like, oh my god, I'm once again having to go to this practice facility, man. We haven't seen so anyway, that in is, six months. <laughs> that rounds it up for our LA Valiant team preview for 2022. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to go over to the next team now. Our final team of the preview and of the episode. And there's none other than the long-awaited Philadelphia Fusion, the full Korean version. Yes. That only has Carpe remaining. RIP alarm. You will be missed. Yes. It only so. has Carpe remaining with a lot of rookies. A lot of rookies? Three rookies. One returning player named God. Fury returns as well. Fury, the homecoming of Fury. Look at that, Poggers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have a lot of players. It doesn't look like there'll be any further additions. I, I think. I think. 
maybe mid-season, but for now, Fusion look like they just got six. Because they just took a team photo as well. I know that's not like the... Sure, yeah. At the end, I'll be all in or like what you saw a team photo since decided, but I mean, there's only six people there. I haven't heard any other news. No rumors. Halo's quiet on this team. I think Halo doesn't really report on the Philly Fusion anymore anyway, but it just it doesn't seem like they're getting more players. It seems like this is legitimately it. Mm-hmm. So how do we feel? Also, I didn't change my background. Let me do that. Uh, I <laughs> think overall... Take me, take me to church about this fucking MMA. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. This is, uh, this is definitely an improvement from last year. Um, I think on paper, uh, you look at that, t- that team last year, uh, it's stacked, right? Um, the issue is how rigid um, a lot of those players ended up being, whether that be, you know, a difficulty of their role within the team and how, like, all over the place it was because of their visa issues. That being said, um, I can support a team that's lean and mean. Um, I think much in the same way that we're talking about the Valiant being, you know, a team that has a lot to prove. You look at two rookies, you look at a, a, a veteran who deserves um, a lot more deserved recognition, if that makes sense. Like people just big up Carpe just because like he's been around and like has some flashy plays, but like he really doesn't have much in the way of a trophy. Right. Um, and I think like he has a chip on his shoulder this season. Um, I think that's kind of like the story for this team in general. You look at Fury last season, you look at Aim God's career in general. Um, I think Philly has a lot to prove. I think with Philly, the thing that has always haunted them and like from the beginning has been like, this is a team of choke. And it's like, they have been, they haven't won anything. And in those like moments where they need to win, they don't. Like the Valiant Numbani map is like a perfect example where you just had to beat that team on Numbani, and you don't have to play a play-in and lose to Or, you know, you get... No, they didn't make the play-ins. They simply didn't make the play-ins because of oh, that. they just didn't... Okay, so they didn't even make the play-ins. There we go. Even better. So, like, this team has always been towards, like, I mean, has always had, like, these, like, moments where they just get there and they just don't... You know, they've been to a lot of finals. Never win. Um... And I think now that they're kind of hitting like the semi reset button with the team where they're bringing in like a lot of different, you know, talent, everything I hear about MN3 and Zest is that I need to be converted to some sort of cult um, because they're that good. Carpe is Carpe. Uh, Yuri is, I think, probably going to thrive in a, a situation like this where this is like Overwatch 2 and it's just a singular tank. And <clears throat> I really did like what I saw from Aim God on Team CC. Fix I don't know as much about, but like overall, I think the best part about this team is that they have done some sort of rebuild and have kind of gotten away from that core that was always successful up until the point that they weren't and like they couldn't win like ever. You know, getting rid of that might. Yes, could you like the fusion? Yeah, um, I'm. I I kind of hope this is the the season where I okay. Part of me thinks maybe I've been a little bit too low on Carpe. I think like he definitely had top tier performances over the uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is the problem is 
we get very quickly tired of narratives or like people not like if they don't do anything like over overly exciting or don't achieve anything tangible then you're like very quick to criticize them for things that are really still extraordinary right um yeah i i think once again you have to point out the main tank uh, the tank situation then again it's fucking fury um now this it feels like if you have a bodybuilder right and the dps are the arms they got some fat biceps on that right Sure. Their core yeah, strength in their main tank role that ah, could be better, but you definitely see the six pack showing, right? Like Fury's a sure. stud. Now they skip leg day, bro, in those supports <laughs> <laughs> down there. Like, unfortunately, that's not the the body composition that I want for my team that can rival for the top spots in APAC, right? Or you could be like the Spark, where you just got extra everything. You're True. like, core? I might just have three stomachs. Fuck it. <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen those those guys who inject like the oil, the synthol into their, yeah. their yeah. biceps and it's just like this balloon? That's what the spark feel like. They're just ballooned up. They're yeah. at like the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, and He's got teams you, teams of like three tanks. Chengdu's got four mm. supports. Like, what are they doing there? Um, yeah. I. This is very clearly... A kind of pivot where like they were so burned by and there could be other reasons but one of them would yeah. be that they were so burned by the whole visa situation last year they don't even want to think about that for another season yep. so go full korean but what i'm really interested in is the fact that not that i know the full budget of the team but it does feel like a cheaper roster and the reason why i'm saying that is because there's just less people i think any older version of the fusion would have added probably two to three more players minimum yeah. Because Fusion are known to have big rosters. This is the smallest Fusion roster they've ever fielded. As I've said, it doesn't look like they're getting anybody else. Maybe in the midseason, but for now, into stage one, it's looking like just the core six, the literal minimum six players, and that's it. Nothing else. Um, they've changed up quite a lot of the team in terms of the staff as well. Like, you've had plenty of the coaches go off into other areas. Jin's come in from T1 now. They really are just kind of transferring a lot of T1 into this team. Is what I can see and tell. Mm -hmm. um, and to be fair, I would be worried if it wasn't for the fact that T1 actually was pretty good. Mm -hmm. And despite them obviously not winning because they bowed out of playoffs entirely, um, because we all know that O2 Blast are insane and T1 being a very good team in a region where O2 Blast exists, I think that speaks probably well to Fusion and T1 a little bit. And so that's kind of why I have some decent hopium for the roster because I'd feel worse about them building a core out of T1 if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, T1 and O2 were neck and neck racing last year. That, that was pretty intense. Um, I also think their DPS lineup is, is crazy good. I, I've probably been a bit down on Carpe as well, admittedly, but I just don't. I think Carpe is a little bit one-dimensional in, to be fair, a lot of hitscans are, so it's not just him. Mm -hmm. But he's he's just like a hard hitscan player. Doesn't really have a lot more to offer. Some people be like, oh, what about the Carpe Tracer? No, no not good. Well, not <laughs> no, last no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> if Carpe had a season and a time to show that he had a good Tracer, it was last year, and he didn't fucking show it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Four DPS players, not a single good Tracer player. 
unlucky. So simply no, don't no one no one come at me with some carpe tracer. You're simply wrong. He does not have a good tracer, period. Uh I'll give you his I'll give you his other hit scans. Yeah, he did well in stage one. Yeah, he hit some good shots. Very, you know, good player for the right meta, but um Fusion, despite having a giant roster last year, didn't find the right meta. I don't I don't know. Can't really explain it to you. So Carpe even this year is at risk of maybe not being on a starting lineup because now not which, let's just get straight into the DPS. Um MN3 is I think the most exciting rookie talent in Korea after proper. Coming into this year. He's wild. I mean you can look at his rookie you can look at his um highlight clip that Philly put on their channels, their socials, mm-hmm. insane plays. Just at a yeah. mechanical level, he's doing wild stuff. And and the best part, he also has a tracer, unlike Carpe. <laughs> and an even better part is I think his hit scan's better than Carpe. For real. I think he's actually got a better hit scan uh mechanical prowess and then on top of that has an extra tracer. So he's just doing stuff that Carpe can't do or isn't doing. I think Mm. MN3 is better than Carpe. I really do. And he's a rookie. Um, And if we're talking about a standard like projectile plus hit scan mix up, you got Zest playing projectile. Hit scan goes to MN3. And then what does Carpe do? He just plays on the bench. Because why would you play Carpe over MN3? Unless he's, unless Carpe is like integral to your team's dynamic and, and intangible factors some sort of leadership quality thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how Carpe is mechanically better, in my opinion. Sure. I don't think he is. Um, also, Zest has kind of gotten by and not being on people's radars as much because MN3 has dominated the conversation, but mm-hmm. Zest is probably going to be their primary tracer player because most flex DPS now are, are required to be good tracer players, and um, Zest definitely is that. He's also got the standard projectile pull. Zest MN3 is a duo. Kind of raises their stock to me together. If they were individuals, I think maybe, okay, well, they'd still be good. But as a duo, they have that kind of duo buff, right? They have that set set bonus coming in. They complement each other. Like a primary and an offhand for a barbarian. Right? A two-piece set bonus is what they bring to the table. Um, And they complement each other so well because they both play Mm. Tracer and they both you know, cover their own roles exceptionally well. Yep. So in a very traditional projectile and hit scan composition, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be very, very good. Um double projectile might be a bit of a double flex is gonna be maybe a little bit of a miss for fusion this year. That's probably the one weakness of their squad. Um I don't think I've really, really seen MN3 play too much of the non hit scan roles. Mm. Uh and that's same with Zest but the opposite way around. Definitely really haven't seen Carpe play anything off his traditional hit scans. Years. So but that being the case, I you know, un- unless we get into double proje- projectile, I think they're gonna be fine. I think they're gonna be a very DPS front loaded heavy team. For sure. Dude, no. I have I have I have a I have a proposition. Okay. Chengdu collapses, right? Okay. Joseph Marsh throws the book at Chengdu. Four. Bring in leave. <laughs> Shanghai killer. They have to change uh, the entire team dynamic from a Korean team yeah. to a to English as team. much as it is for like one a, player, but for one yeah, player, no, 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 leave leaves worth it. Trust. Trust. To be fair, they did have to do that last year, but they they did that last year under the knowledge that they were going <laughs> to do that last year. Anyway. Yes, yes. 
Um, okay. But they don't have any English coaches this year. It's just a completely different situation. Once again, I have to ask, is Leaf, would Leaf actually be the highest value upgrade or would you just take two of those backlines? Gaga again. No. Just take Gaga again. <laughs> not, wouldn't you just go... <laughs> Why not? Gaga and Fury, you don't think that's good? No, it would you, be if good, you, but... If, you're actually, if you actually want to support from that uh, team, you, t- team you, take, uh, you take Farway. You... Farway and Ivelto or whatever. Like... Gaga again. No, you can't take Ivelto. Ivelto does not come in Korean. Mm, right. You... You don't, I mean, you don't. Well, you don't take any of the support players. Yeah, but I'm memeing when I was actually saying leave. Now I'm being serious. Oh, okay. Nice. You think they were actually? There's no way that they would buy leave. Do you have like toys on the brain? Like, what is up with this like hypothetical? What me? Why is it always Chengdu too? I think get, who like, else would be beating up, toy store? He's opening what Germany's Toys R Us, dude. Oh. What do you He's mean? Be Jeffrey the giraffe. Rest in peace, is Toys R Us, by the way. Rest in hey, pieces. Oh, they don't think anymore. Okay. Oh yeah, they got wet. They went out of business like a long time ago. Yo, Amazon oh, okay. came in and said that giraffe meat looking good. Gave I'm me not gonna shit. lie to you. I don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't buy toys, so I wouldn't know. Sure. Hey, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a big deal here in the states, man. We you know, we poured one out for Jeff. Jeff the on giraffe. CNN. Jeff the giraffe had a really sad leaving. He he had a suitcase, waved goodbye, and we never saw him again. Yep. He left to go get cigarettes and milk. Anywho. Fusion. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm here with my pamphlet. I, I said it earlier in the episode. Like, yeah, I'm here to be surprised. Uh, I think this is going to be a good team. I think this is an upgraded team. I think they will provide a lot of stability. Uh, and yeah, it starts with the DPS, and I like I like what I'm hearing. Simple as. Yeah. Cool. Everyone likes the DPS. I very my, good. My thing is like, no, nah, I think, yeah, I think is is there anyone like that you think would reasonably be an upgrade that they could have comp- competed for? Because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like what the what the back situation is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the back situation is for Philly. It feels like they're a little bit slimmer than in past years. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like. Just from just from the fact that they have a smaller roster speaks to me that they are gone slimmer. Dude, they gotta yeah. pay the T one W kids. Not T one W, T one kids. They still because, they do still because, have that. Yeah, true. Because if you were working on the same budget as previous years, even if you go full Korean, I mean, especially if you're going full Korean, you get like eight or nine people. Fusion yeah. of Voice gone. You or uh, sorry, not 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 even eight or nine, seven. Even them going seven would speak volumes. Any team that's going bare minimum six is like we don't want to spend on more. Yeah. Which Look, I'm not. Man, I'm not. Gotta, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying like that's awful. You, you know, not. They no, gotta maybe hold you can down. Still... They gotta hold down Gumi Yushi. Okay, they can't get rid. Like, they, <laughs> they, they gotta put that money somewhere else. Speaking of innovation, that's a different team. However, uh, <laughs> those the, the real ones will understand. Uh, yeah, I like it. I think Philly will be good. Are you asking me if they could have been a better pickup? I, 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 if if Philly wanted to spend, and they wanted to go hard in the off season, they probably should have competed for someone like Proper, because mm-hmm. I think Fusion would have been a great landing place for someone like Proper. Yeah. Um. And maybe even other O2 players. And you know, they're a team that's based in Philly's based in Korea now. That's attractive to Korean players. They've historically offered decent salaries. 
Um, they've historically been a good team, even though they've been a bit choky, but they've historically had good results. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't mind that roster, DPS I hope, much. Yeah. Roster, I hope they build, would have been closer to the direction that Shock was going. But, yeah, the O2 core ended up going to Shock, and other O2 pieces went to Dallas and Seoul and whatnot, so... Yep. All right. Fury. Solo tank. We've talked a lot about solo tanks today. Sure. I think maybe maybe we're slightly warm into the idea of solo tanks. Certainly, eight out of twenty teams are pretty keen on solo tank. Just saying. Yeah. Maybe Fury is one of the few tanks in that position that we trust more as a solo. Yeah. I mean, when you're looking at a solo tank, um, I definitely would put uh, a flex over a main. Uh, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, and that's that's some like tea leaf reading that's complete just like assumption on my behalf. I look at, you know, the historical demand that a main tank has had. I look at the historical demand that a flex tank has had. You know, you, you put the, the napkin mass together. You know, I, I personally believe that flex tanks are a little bit more skilled across the board, um, or at least the, the older variety. Um, and Fury has stood the test of time. Uh, he's done everything and anything, and I, I think he will be a great uh, solo tank uh, in general. Um, not only just for the fusion, but just in the league. I think when you we start to judge, you know, these eight teams and how their uh, solo tanks are performing, um, I think Fury will be up there for sure. Yeah, I, I would have Fury's like one of the tanks that I would have a lot more trust, like a lot of trust in to be like the solo tank player mm-hmm. more so than a lot of the other ones. Uh, yeah, especially. From the flex tank role, which I do agree with Joe, I think that there is something to potentially be said about flex tanks for it being easier to move to like playing the main tanks from the flex tank role uh, than it is the main tank role. Um, I think it's like for I think for flex tank starters, it's like him, false, Peluge are like the three that I can think of that are like the the solo one, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he is the best out of those three and then like in the main tanks i think he's like if if, those eight teams that have solo like tanks fury's probably like either one or two in terms of players that i would be like this person can do it well enough and he's like probably behind gaga in my eyes is like the one other i think fury had a rough run last year i'm maybe a little concerned about how he went in washington but I'm, i'm i guess i'm more willing to give him the benefit of the doubt from his previous stint on the fusion um, and also in London, I think he was, he's been historically one of the best off tanks. I just don't know what happened on fusion. I, 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 I try my best not to, you know, have that as a mark against him too much, but it does, yeah, no. it bothers me a little bit. It does bother me a little bit. I can't help it. Sure. You know, it, it, it scratches my brain a little bit and I can't help but just scratch that itch because every mm-hmm. time I'm like, yeah, Fury's going to be great. Then part of my Remember brain is what about last year? Yeah. So, it's tough. It's um, hard not to. Washington was a team. Yeah. yeah, I have my opinions, but I'm going to keep those to myself. So, yeah, we're in APAC. We're not. Yeah, exactly. We're here with the Fusion. If you're a big good, uh, I think I'll be I'm strong. I think Fury can compete with Sashin. Uh, incredible. What a bold... <laughs> Bold take, yes, dude, I'm dude, so yes, proud good. of you for having your own thought. Did anybody lead you there? Scrimbucks point you in that direction? 
Where's I'm, your North Star? I'm farming reactions. Uh, <laughs> um, no, like Fury, I think there's reason to believe that Fury is not the, you know, powerhouse he was once was. Like, let's be honest, this, this kid was okay. some genetically engineered cyborg during GOATS. Um, and, of course, also in season one. Mm-hmm. Definitely, probably fair to say that it slowed down a little bit after that. I don't think he's the the gold standard for uh, off tanks sure. anymore, or wasn't, because like I think there was quite a difference between Void, Hanbin, and then the Fury tier. Yep. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe like this, you know, there's always the grass is green on the other side type of situation. I think like. The reunion is probably a good sign because I imagine that okay, there's there's several things that could happen. I think Fury and Cape are on pretty good terms, probably friends. Um, but like either Fury wanted to be assured a starting position, or like he just like realized <laughs> that this works. And that fusion wasn't was a good environment after all, right? Now assured, they're also assured a starting position. You cannot have a second tank. I I must be the only tank. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a new challenge. I think like it's definitely helping that he will be in uh in Korea for this uh, at the T one facility. So I don't know. I think it's a good fit. There's probably reasonably for where the fusion were during that time in the offseason, the best pickup they could have made. Because you're not getting Hanbin, you're not getting Void. Um, you probably should maybe be getting a main tank. I, I would have liked that more. What what was what's the T1 main tank? Could they have promoted someone? Bellastria. Um how was he? I can't remember. Not Bellastria, please. Mm, he is 18 now. January 10. Is alright. I think like I think if you wanted to back up for Fury, maybe, but Fury, if you if you have only got space for one tank, then Fury is your go-to. Mm. And here's the other thing: if you've only got space for one tank because you're going for a six-man roster, and you've already got three DPSs and you have no room for a secondary tank, then you have to go with Fury. Fair. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's about like I think Fury is a known entity. The role isn't, so we'll see how how this goes. So, now we get to the most exciting part of the roster. Fixer Aim God. <laughs> I will be straight. I did cast Aim God, but I didn't get a lot of Fixer. I know that people that did look over NA felt like Uprising Academy was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'd be willing to give Fixer a free pass because Uprising Academy was good. Fixer was part of that roster. As I know, he wasn't probably wasn't a super exciting player, but Jin obviously liked him enough to pick him over Unique. That's something we, discussed, we, we talked about. Uh, during the Guangzhou Charge discussion. Um, Aim God is a very... He's he's a very... Um, he's, a, he's a player that will kind of get the job done for you on that roster. I, 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 I'm not super excited about the Aim God pickup. I think it's maybe it's a redemption arc for him to rejoin the league and give it another shot, but... Yep. Um, yeah, he's a real journeyman player that's not going to be 
super wowing anybody. I think he's had some good moments. I think we look back on Boston, he was pretty decent. Oh, for sure. Even though that team had issues. Um, he had that stint on Washington as well. That didn't really pick up steam until the playoffs with the hog stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I think he's just been a league average player. That's probably what he'll just remain. You know, you know what you're getting with Aim God. He's not a rookie. You know where you know what he brings to the table. He's not going to be a world beater. You're not getting a Twilight out of this guy, but he's probably not going to be awful. He's he's not going to be a bad player. He's he's going to be a league average kind of player, in my opinion. I know a lot of the CC guys spoke pretty highly of him, <clears throat> at least from like what I was able to hear. Like a lot of they mm -hmm. really liked playing with him and thought that he was pretty pretty good um, for the team. So I think having that is definitely good. Um, obviously, you could have like tried to go for someone like I guess Jonak could have been an option if he was floating around. Um, I think that this does feel, though, a little bit like they probably missed out on a couple of other flex supports that they were trying to get. Mm -hmm. I think Joe and I prefer to go to Sol, to be honest with you. And even well, then, I, I, don't I don't think, think it's I just I, him. I think like they probably yeah. wanted to get Twilight. Yes. I think that there okay. probably a couple of others. Kenobi, this is my hypothetical for you. Because I think, like, given that Twilight went to Toronto, this was probably a bag-determined uh, decision, right? So theoretically, Fusion could have solved this with a with a back. Now Is take it the case the, that like so, so, go on, sorry. quickly. Take the Toronto backline, put them into Fusion. Where do you rank them? Much higher. Super high, <laughs> dude. Much higher. <laughs> Was that the first orgasm on TCP? <laughs> it might as well have been. Wow. I just, and, I mean, and and that came from Joe, who hates Toronto. So I mean, that's that's got to count for something. Aimgod also was not a buyout player, so that's not. A, he's just a fucking. Ah, he's a okay. CC boy. Was he not CC? CC have buyouts though? I don't think they. I mean, not after the season. I think they one year everyone, unless they re-sign them. Right. And Eric unless, raises I mean, a valid point. Aim got out of two year. That would have been crazy. Eric raises a valid point that they only had to make this decision, of course, after uh, oh, alarm, of course. Uh, after alarm, and th yeah. by that time, we a lot, lot of people were signed. Yeah, no. mm. unfortunate. Sucks. Definitely. Yeah, the timing. Um, yeah, <clears throat> the timing definitely fucks some stuff up. Unfortunately, not that it's anyone's yeah. fault. It's just no, is no. what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it is just unlucky, I guess, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just unfortunate because you don't have anybody else. It's not like they have another player that you can be excited about in that back line. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is, and you have That's to just kind of hope. You kind of just have to hope it's enough. Um, I don't know how much playmaking supports will be doing in Overwatch 2. Mm. Maybe it'll be a lot, maybe it won't be. And if it's not, then you're kind of hoping that you know, Fixer and, and, and Aim God can just kind of do the jobs assigned to them, mm -hmm. not throw, not break, not get farmed, and then let, let the M and 3 Zest duo just do the heavy lifting. Let Fury do a bit of heavy lifting. But M and 3 and Zest are good enough to get you across the line as long as the rest of the team isn't dragging them down. So that's kind of what they're hoping for. Um, but Fusion are playing in it, again, depending on what Chengdu is doing with their roster. 
playing in a pretty competitive region where even the teams that we're like wishy-washy on, like, uh, I don't know, hey, they could take you down on a day that you're not ready. Like, mm-hmm. there's some there's roster quality there that can definitely take you down if you're not prepared for it. Agreed. The, mm-hmm. the range that I think we're all about to get this team is going to be kind of indicative of that. Um, and yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah. Rankings time. I am of the opinion that Fusion will not be last in the region. No way. Mm-hmm. I think MN3 and Zest will easily carry this team across the board, mm. even in games, like across most games. Look, they could lose to Valiant, but that doesn't mean they'll come last in the season, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, individual games is anybody's game, but full, you know, full season rankings, 24 matches, bro, they're not coming. They're not yeah, going to have an awful record there. It'll be a mid record, if anything, if they don't have a good season. Um, I'm willing to say maybe in the four to six range. I wanted to say three to six, but I think that's a little optimistic. So let's just say four to six is a, is a pretty comfortable range. I think that a battle for fourth place will be very interesting. Yes, agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Fusion I... will definitely be one of the teams battling for that fourth place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I have them also four to six with three being like super Omega hard peak. If they like, if everything just works out for them, like I don't think it will, but uh, they won't be last. I think that they're like Valiant is not good enough to handle this team. Or like to consistently be better. Um, I think overall I had fusion 10th in like world. I think they're, middle of the pack over the entire entirety of the overwatch league but like i think based on what i mean i'm i i hear a lot about you know this m and three zest duo that's very very good and uh if it's as good as people are saying and there's people who are like there are a lot of people who have told me like, you know these two are kind of the real deal so like joe said get out the pamphlet and uh let's get surprised yeah, uh, echoing some similar sentiments. I think uh, four to six in APAC is more than fair. I think it's a tough region, uh, and they're going to be a, a team to do some some really good things. Um, and Philly fans can be excited because I think you're looking at a top ten team globally. Uh, where they, they settle? Go ahead. Can they be excited about that? Because they've think... been well within top ten previously. What well, their biggest problem is they haven't been able to break into a title win. Agreed. And 100%. This probably, and this is probably the season where they're least likely to even attempt to make a title run. Yep. I <clears throat> I can't I can't, you know, fight that feeling. Um but what oh, I well, what I hear is that a lot of people are concerned with the rookies. A lot of people concerned with this back right. line, you know, the solo tank. Like there's there's a lot of questions for these like hardcore Philly fans, and I think it's a safe roster that's going to like compete and do well maybe they show up maybe mid-season maybe fucking mn3 smurfing on kids in apac and they get a ticket and they're gonna they're gonna compete they're gonna look good it's a good start for the future for philadelphia however you know you look at this roster you look how you know lean and mean it is like yiska and avril have said um it's a it's a building block i think this is a good start not a world beater a start yeah, your heart won't be smashed into a gorillion pieces 
fusion fan as you you know try to contest for a title that you never can yep. never can find you won't be disappointed this season because you're not going to be in a position to yeah you're going to be in a position to compete for there a title anyway so there you go you can't be disappointed sometimes it's just better you know if it's never a possibility yeah can't come second if you don't make a grand final exactly <laughs> yeah yeah mm. I think, depending on what happens with with Chengdu, I think they have potential for third. Um, okay. I think three to five makes sense to me. Okay. Under yeah. the pretense okay. that Hunters will lose like substantial. Uh, play. Yeah. Um. I mean, sorry, Kenobi. We have to deal with the reality. We have to confront yeah, heartbreak. Yeah, you're so happy, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm not. I would have really liked to see a Predator Leaf just play the out the season with Gaga and like. I I hope they still like only sell, like the excess supports, and that is enough to you know. And then I still think they should be third. Um, yes, it says as he's been trying to sell off Gaga this entire episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're killing this team, Toy you shop. might as well pick it for all of its parts, right? Like, there's no yeah, point letting a letting like the Ferrari stand on the you know trash yard just because someone wanted the wheels, you know? Like, just sell the entire thing then. Um, but I think uh, I think I have a hard time seeing them below charge and spark and then mm -hmm. probably they are likely to land above the valiant so that already locks in uh fifth place right yep. um so yeah three to five makes sense to me i like the optimism i i was very tempted to give them three very tempted and i think the six i gave them was maybe a little harsh but I have to take into account that they have a minimalist roster, low flexibility, yep. good, play good players, but a few question marks. I'm probably not as high on Fury as everybody else just because that last year tainted my opinion of him just a little bit. So to me, it's just like DPS carry and the rest of the team, please don't be too heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe they figure it out. Maybe mid-season something good happens for them. Maybe their DPS are even better than I'm saying. And I'm saying they're pretty good, but maybe they could be even better than that. Like, who knows? Like, maybe it's a really heavy DPS kind of game and meta, and M3's S just unbelievable. That's what you would hope for. If you're, if you're a Fusion fan, you want that. You are hoping for that. What I can say is the rookies coming in should be pretty good. The rookies coming in is not what I'm worried about on this team. It's the old guard. It's the, the three old guard members that I'm more worried about. It's the, the rookies, strangely, is the area that I feel better about this team. Mm -hmm. Right. So ironically that's probably the opposite of where the fusion fans have been because they've been pretty down the rookies probably because they haven't seen them before yeah true cool all righty well fellas that was our final team we've previewed all 20 now thank you kenobi for being here for the apac portion did all Thanks seven in one go kind of i know it's early morning for you now so <laughs> We'll allow There's people to depart, do their things. I know. You've seen the light. And here we are. Philadelphia Fusion done and dusted. APAC part two. Thanks for tuning in. This is TPC, TPC, TCP, rather, <laughs> episode 200. 
and 26th next time we'll see you guys will be soon-ish more content we're getting close to the season we still got to do power rankings we still have to preview the actual matches so stay tuned we'll see you for 227 and beyond catches